Yo, tits up. Shades here. You know you can interact with Backtalk. You can email us at backtalkus at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook. The official page is Backtalk. And the fan group is The Backpack Fan Page. Also, tweet at us at Backtalk. Now, enjoy the show. Ready for some idiots talking about shit. Here is Justin, Tony, Dustin, Andy. It's back talk. What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 Welcome back to another episode of Back Talk. Let's get it started right away because I'm always going to forget. Tits up! <laughs> Well, I only got two idiots this week. Justin, I don't know if you guys saw, but Justin is at a... I didn't quite understand what he was saying. He's at a bridal shower where possibly the brides are showering and he can buy one? Was I understanding this right? He might have been. I mean, it'd be good, good, good for him being at a bridal show. I mean, about brides and showers and yeah, bride shopping. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's buying a bride. That's showering. That's showering. <laughs> Maybe he gets a shower with her. So, well, do, is that like a test drive? Does he get to test drive the the shower? I don't know. Bride? I don't know. It kind of sounds like he's being the gigolo because he says, "I need the money." So yeah. maybe you know, pimping himself out to the brides. Maybe he's being the you know. So are the showering brides? Are they the ones shopping? And he maybe maybe the last on sale. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's the one showering. <laughs> maybe he is the one showering. <laughs> and when are the the brides are then shopping? I'm confused. I've never I've never heard of a bridal shower shopping experience. So I'm very, very confused. At first, I thought he said he was out playing hide the dick with the boys. But then it turned into showering brides and shopping. So I don't I don't understand. If anybody out there has been to a bright shopping, a bridal shower, or a bridal shower shopping. What I'm thinking it actually is, is it's a bridal show. So they're buying DJs and stuff is what I got out of that. Like they're buying the stuff for their wedding. I don't know he if that's a thing. He said shower. He did, but I think he meant show. <laughs> Shower. <laughs> I don't know what he meant. Yeah, it's a that's only thing that comes to my mind. So it's a bridal so shower? It's a, it's a show? I don't know. Well, and, and when he first said the brides were shopping, I thought maybe they were shopping for like the last dick experience. You know, yeah, like the, they're, so, they're sowing the wild oats, maybe. Yeah, so if they buy the last dick experience before they, you know, end up with the same dick they're gonna have the rest of their lives. I'm just not really sure, but that's what Justin's doing. He's either showering brides. He's showering. There's a show, maybe, and shopping. Good for him. That's all I can say about that. 
because he's showering brides at a show with selling, we don't have vaginas today. No celebrity pussy. I guess my thing is with that he's so against strip clubs and stuff, but isn't that part of the show? Is he going to be stripping? I don't even know who's showering. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody has to tell me who is showering. Well, if they're sewing their royal oath, he's... Who is selling and who is buying? I I don't understand. Well, he's making money, so I'm thinking he's the one selling. So he's selling... Is he selling himself or the shower? Maybe, maybe him. Maybe himself in the shower. While, what is he showering while he's selling himself? I or maybe he's playing himself while showering and selling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, very, either way, hopefully he's having a good time. It, it was very, um, very. I was very confused. Uh, maybe, to- maybe he'll come back married before Tony. But then we didn't get to take him to a strip club and have a... Well, he's having his shower right now. He's having his shower right now. Maybe he's the bride of this whole fiasco. Maybe, Maybe he... Oh! I get it now. It's he's coming having, to us. He's having his bridal shower. Yeah. I think that's what's going on here. Okay. okay. He just well. he, he kind of creaked the door in the closet a little bit, and he's not... <laughs> gotcha. Who knows? I hopefully he's having good either way, but yeah. So anyway, Justin, whatever the fuck you're doing, um, I hope you're having fun showering the brides or whatever you're doing. Um, what's going on with you guys, Tony? Um, still not dead. No. Um, so what's uh, what's up with you? What, what's up with you? What you got going? I'm not dead, so, but today is the first day of not smoking since, you know, my dying, you know, not my bent carrot dick or whatever y'all been in cosplay shit, so, um, yeah, so I've been trying something new, or, you know, there's actually nicotine toothpicks, so I've actually tried it today. Yeah, you were saying that before, and I, I still I can't believe that's a thing. Yeah, so I got a pack right here. There's oh, even a Ziploc baggie. <laughs> there's 20 in a pack. So uh, I got six different flavors. This one's peppermint watermelon. I don't know how that's going to taste. Peppermint watermelon. Yeah. I had cinnamon at work today. So those so were pretty good. These are kind of sounding like uh, uh, bean boozled. You just don't know what you're going to get. They could yeah. taste good. They could not. <laughs> Yeah, there is a mocha one in there, and I don't drink coffee, so I'm kind of iffy about that one. So, I mean, Andy might have to get those since he is a coffee drinker. But why the fuck would I want a nicotine toothpick? So you can quit smoking and improve your health like me. I'm not dying. I don't have bent dick. Not yet. Will, though. So, So he quit smoking, but it looked like he got grayer in the beards. Maybe he's aging more now. Probably. He also is definitely showing off his bent dick by wearing the orange. Oh, damn it. You're right. I didn't even think about that shit today. Damn it. Oh, well. He's got the (laughs) bent dick. He's got bent dick syndrome. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have bent dick syndrome for everybody out there. I actually have COPD. So, 
And that's why these Cosplay rankings... Cosplay Brody disease. Okay, he has the op- the opposite of Bent Cock. It goes the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> He's not an innie, not an outie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's what it is, so... But other than that, nothing really going on. Just the normal stuff. So yeah, um, had to put together a new cabinet for the wife yesterday, or she did, and I helped, and not fun. So did it, the question I have with that: Did it come with good instructions? Yes, they they were really good instructions. So, um, but you get some to, of them. They're not until we get to the back part where you put the little cardboard thing on. It came with these little fucking tiny screws. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a fucking precision screwdriver for this shit. And looking around, and I look at the instructions, and it says you got to hammer it in. I'm like, why are you hammering screws in? But whatever. So they don't pull out. Yeah, so. But it was just weird because it wasn't nails. It was yeah. a screw. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've been in that been in that situation. Andy, you've been in that situation where you got to hammer it in and says, screw it. Well, I'm always hammering it in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's not hammering it in. I mean, unless you've got a bent dick. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean on those. Those are kind of tricky to put together at times. And yeah. Wives or future wives, they always find a honey to-do list for you, right? Yeah, it was her Christmas present. So, And then we had to get stuff ready for the wedding. So I have to get the shirt fitted and all this shit. So we had to go over somebody else's house yesterday to pin the arms up and get all that shit taken care of. So that's fast to... approaching too. It is. You taking yeah. her last name? No, she asked. I was like, you know, you can kiss my ass, <laughs> but I understand the reason why so she don't want last name. She, she, so she is going to become Miss Bentick. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mrs. Bentick. There we go. <laughs> you wait till I see her next. <laughs> Hello, congratulations, Mrs. Bentick. Mrs. Bentick. <laughs> du- Dustin, you got anything as exciting as Tony going on? <laughs> oh no, I think my dick's still straight. I don't know. I guess I haven't looked for a while. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, didn't do much this weekend. Uh, we finally got our first measurable snow in Minnesota here. So it's kind of nice white out there and icy and fun ride to work a few days. Uh, we had our racing banquet from our local racetrack last weekend. Had a fun time with that. Drank some beers with some racers. Not getting yelled at for finally. Actually got to be able to have some fun with a race car driver instead of getting yelled at on the track for making a call. But um, no, it was it was fun for that. And then yesterday we watched the Vikings squeak out a victory against the Jets um, and frosted cookies with her family. It's a, kind of a yearly tradition around this time of year that we frost cookies for Christmas. So did that yesterday and had some fun. Not really. I sat there and made the cookies. I, I made the frosting and watched the kids sprinkle well, and frosting you, cookies. Oh, I figured I figured you made the frosting. Yeah, I made it. Yeah, yeah. The kids I mean, decided to go double decker with the frosting and sprinkles, so a couple of them cookies are going to be a surprise whoever eats them. But so, which arm is more tired, your right or your left, from all that frosting? 
Uh, it's kind of a mixture of both. <laughs> One gets tired, you go to the next. I don't know. But no, we do it for the kids and the you know the nieces and nephews. We have some fun with that, and they enjoy it, and they get to get, get to get together and have some fun. Then we get to watch some football together and yell at TV a little bit and talk fantasy football, which is always fun. But we'll get into that a little bit later with fantasy football. Playoffs are coming up. going to be amazing. But, no, other than that, didn't do much work, like usual. Raced a little bit. Um, just had some fun. I mean, it's kind of the time of year where we start slowing down. So, it's kind of – but every weekend's packed, that's for sure. I mean, it's like you guys are probably the same way. Every weekend has something going on this time of year, and it gets really hectic. And it's going to be a – find time to get out there and support something local. Right. I didn't get to do that this weekend. I supported my local track home to a banquet, I guess. But <laughs> I didn't have a chance to do that this weekend. But I know you're coming up on a show you're going to be going to, Andy, supporting yeah, the local next, show, aren't you? This upcoming weekend, we're heading over to see Supreme Championship Wrestling. Or Supreme Wrestling, whatever it is. Um, yeah, good show. We're going to go see the Shawns. We talked about the Shawns See the Shawns? So the Shawns will be there. Um yeah, it'd be good times. Good times. It, it, always an enjoyable show. They're uh, they look like they're they're gonna start building a more of a storyline here locally. So that's gonna be interesting. It'll be interesting. Which of course then I have to go see it every month. Which it's like, come on, guys, just fucking the you're the good guy. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Like, wow. Now we're now we're gonna I get the Sean's and stuff are gonna be there in storylines. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they'll maybe they'll be the next AEW and WWE and they'll become really big and get on TV. Um Sean's already on TV. Sean Senior. Sean Senior. Yeah, yeah, he was. Behind the scenes now. He's out he's almost got a beard like Tony, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the Sean's the, the Sean's That's supposed good. to be there. At least one Sean, I guess, is supposed to be there. I don't know if both Sean's will be there. Uh but uh that'll be fun. I am looking forward to it. It's next uh Sunday. Anybody in the southern Indiana area wants to go see that, check it out. It's in Seymour. It's an afternoon show. Keep it nice and quick and short, too, so, you know, you can go out, have a good time, and be home for dinner. So I can't make it. Can you tape it for me? I'll pay my admission if you tape it for me. I might. I might. I might, <laughs> I'm just, I might just tape it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. I mean, anymore? I don't know what taping is, but live streaming is. I mean, you yeah. know, we were talking about it this weekend with, you know, like we had Gateway down in uh, the Gateway Dirt Nationals down in St. Louis. I don't know if any of you checked any of that out, but that was kind of interesting. But we were talking about it, how racing has changed over the years and even events because now you can just rent them at home and buy them. So, I mean, people are supporting their local things with that, and it's kind of interesting when you start getting into it. I mean, when you start looking at all the streaming stuff that's out there. I mean, there's so much of it. I mean... With racing, you got floor racing, IMCA TV. You got a lot of them out there. I can't name them all. But, I mean, you could actually not go to the Snowball Derby and actually watch the race. You know, yeah, if you live well, so and, far you know, away. And, and part of that, I don't know if part of that 
really mainstreamed more. I, I mean, I knew it was going going on. A lot of a lot of tracks were on YouTube, things of that sort. Of series were right. on YouTube, um, but I think it really went mainstream, especially with the pay stuff when Bristol decided to put dirt on the track, and then they had a week long worth of racing that wasn't NASCAR racing. Um, yeah, and people were tuning into that left and right because there was dirt on Bristol. Now, how that worked the second year round, if if they may had the viewership that they had the first year, I don't know. But um, well, another thing with that, I think that I think that streaming platform for racetracks or even any event out there took off because of COVID. I mean, people couldn't go to the events, but they could still have their events and show them off that way. And I think people got used to it. I mean, like, I mean, I look at like Dirt Vision. I mean, how many people buy that to watch the World of Outlaws or stuff every time they race, which is the deals are pretty good on them. I mean, they're good, good things to get into. I mean, really, you can get people to pay. Somebody out there will pay to watch anything you produce. Just ask yep. Tony. He has Bank Dick TV. And all they do is pay to see him play with his bent dick. BDTV. Yeah. How's that going? Gotta get a ring to it. It's TBDTV. I thought we weren't promoting my shit here. Well, we weren't going to, but we figured, you know, it's the holidays. You probably use the extra cash. So we want everybody to be able to. Why don't you go ahead and shout out your website for your, 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 uh, your Ben Ben Dick videos. Sweet, so I can get two two viewers. Besides yeah. the wife. All right. Well, Maybe who's the second viewer? Why is, she pay, why is she paying to see your Ben Dick? Well, somebody's got to hold the camera, so I don't have a tripod, and I'm not cool like these kids, you know, with their ring lights and everything else. So. <laughs> so what's the name of the website? <laughs> um, it is www. I don't have a bent dick. Kiss my ass, Andy. Com. <laughs> he started to turn into Brad with the whole f- long name stuff. He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that's that true. is an, un- an unmentionable name. Well, I know, but we didn't say the other name. I mean, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's an un. That's been. <laughs> That that person has been buried and dead. Remember until that ship sailed and crashed in the Atlantic. Yeah, until we uh, until they rise from the dead and send an email to backtalkus at gmail dot com. They are uh, off the show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway, well, I'm glad you guys had a good week. Um, I didn't do much but work my ass off. That's uh, really all I fucking did. Went to a Christmas party on Saturday, which, or on Friday, which was boring. And What kind uh, of Christmas party? Wife's work? Wife's work. So it was, that was boring. I'm looking forward to our Christmas party. So those of you who don't right. know, maybe missed last week's episode, our Christmas party will be in two weeks. So two episodes from now will be our Christmas party where we have decided to do a secret Santa amongst each other. Um, and I can't wait to see what some of these gifts are going to be. 
Um, so that'll be interesting. I'm sure whoever pulls out, he's just going to send him a crooked carrot. Like exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> whoever pulls out, he's got that. All right. Maybe, maybe it'll be blue. a crooked. Maybe a crook or crooked eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> crooked eggplant. <laughs> Um, anyway, but, uh, so there's a lot going on, uh, world of sports, um, yeah. you know, whether it be fantasy sports, whether it be, uh, rigged sports such as MMA, boxing, uh, wrestling or fantasy sports or baseball free agency just opened up. I guess I, w- I kind of want to start with the rigged fighting. Okay, because I don't know if anybody saw this shit, but Jake Paul called somebody else out, wants to fight somebody. I don't know who the, and it was like, who the fuck do you think you are to be able to say, it was like John Cena. Yep. Yeah, for WrestleMania for his birthday. He wants to fight Russell John Cena for his birthday. That day, night one of WrestleMania would be his birthday. Like, fucker, who are you to be calling out anybody? You don't answer call-outs yourself. <laughs> Still fucking I could waiting. wrestle you at WrestleMania. Still fucking waiting. Jake, Logan, who wants to fight? We all know it's fucking rigged. Don't worry, I won't punch you in the face that hard. Well, maybe I will, but I'll kick you in the nuts first. We know all your fucking fights are rigged. And then, okay, so, so that on top of him wanting to fight... John Cena, if you saw Jake Paul trying to defend people saying his fight with Silva was rigged, saying you people are saying that the, one of the best MMA fighters would stoop to the level of throwing a fight for a nobody. I think we have them flipped around. Logan Paul's the one that wants to fight Cena, right? Yeah. We have them flipped around. Yeah. So Logan's the wrestler, Jake's uh, the fake fighter boxer <laughs> yeah uh yeah. anyway who the fuck cares right who the fuck <laughs> they are i think we have them flipped around yeah um that's how much we give a shit about them that's how much we care them. about them we flip them around and where they're going and what they're doing um but yeah he tried to defend his fight against silva saying why would you call the best mma fighter and you know want the goat um why would he lay down for nobody for fucking money jackass and to help you uh, draw money because you couldn't fucking draw money yourself. Now, if this was like 10, 15 years ago, I, it'd be a whole different world. I mean, like if Silva was younger and didn't have the broken leg like he did back then. But yeah. it's, it was still rigged. It's fighting. still rigged. And, and the reason he would lay down is because you had him fight not in his element so that it could be rigged. If you fought right. him in his element in an octagon, I don't give a shit how old the guy is. He would have legit whooped your ass if this fighting is real. But you had him fight outside of his element, so it's easy for him to take a dive. He's just the old man in the boxing ring now. Yep. Right? Against the young guy who's supposedly an up and coming boxer. Easy for him to take a dive. 
There was throw no, some legs in there. There was no, yeah, there, there was no kicks. There was no takedowns. There was no holds. There was no, you know, submission attempts. It was, you threw a phantom punch and he fell down. That's One lucky punch. One lucky punch. Yeah, is it, ama- is it not amazing that his brother's lead-in to his match with Roman Reigns was about one lucky lucky punch where his fight with Silva was one lucky phantom punch. Yep. <laughs> and then if you watched his run-in at WrestleMania and him throwing punches. Remember, I, I, I called out his punches at Silva. He was pawing at him. Basically, what he would do is 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 get to the strike position, stop his fist and push. Right, he was just pushing, pawing at. Um, if you watched his punches when he ran to the ring at WrestleMania, they were the same fucking punches. Yep. Tell me he's a real fighter again. Again, nobody's told, nobody's emailed me, called me, texted me, nothing to to give me proof that he's a real fighter. I've asked right. this time and time again. Our email's out there a hundred times. Backtalkus at gmail.com. We say it six times during each episode, so it's easy enough to get. You you do that, and if you ask for my phone number and say, hey, I want to discuss this, I'd be happy to call or text you. But nobody has reached out to offer any proof of him being anything more than a fake fighter. So I want to fake fight him. I'd get fake fight right now. Let's go. I mean, I, much, I'm not going to pull you my go lay kick down. to the groin. My kick to the groin is going to fucking hurt. But if you want to paw punch and, and shit like that, fine. If you need a phantom punch to knock me down and and say I beat the the you know the podcaster that's a nobody, then so be it. Otherwise, if you want to get in a real fight, I'll fucking whoop your ass. Because it's apparent you don't know how to fight. Pretty simple. I watched the fucking highlights of your fucking fights. You don't know how to fight. And your punches in the boxing ring are the same punches you're throwing in a WWE ring. And we Just is not know, here, so I'm just going to do it. Da, da, da. We all know the punches in the WWE ring are not landing. Or not landing with any force. Slap of the leg, slap of stopping the leg. Mm-hmm. So, prove me wrong. Somebody. Anybody. Tony, you want to prove me wrong? Is he a real fighter? No, definitely not. What is he? He's a fake fighter. And he, yeah, doesn't know what he's doing. He's just got all his fame from his YouTube, and now he thinks he's all that. And- I figured you were just going to call him what's on your lap. Oh, a pussy. Pussy. (laughs) Dustin, is he a real fighter? No. I'm looking at Tony's lap right there. Cat's staring at me, and I think it's Jake looking at me. 
And it's a you pussy. Agree, you got a pussy. You got a pussy. Hi, Jake. How's it going? You <laughs> agree? <laughs> anyway, let's move on from that fucker. I didn't mean to get on to him, but, you know, we brought up wrestling and, 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 and the sports yeah. world. And so, I, remember like, he, I, I remember talk, hearing that. Go ahead. I want to talk about college football for a minute. No, don't do it because you're going to get me mad. No, I'm not going to yeah. talk about the playoffs. I'm going to talk about something else. Okay. okay. I'm going to talk about this coaching carousel that's been going on. <laughs> there is a coaching carousel. Yeah, there I want to talk about one coach now in particular. I want to talk about prime time. Deion Sanders going to Colorado. Yep. Goes in there, talks to the players, and says, enter the transfer portal. Get out while you can. Your quarterback is my son. So you guys can just get into the portal and go. Telling the team this. What are you what are you guys thinking about that? Not a fan of it, but how many you know, does he's going how many other coaches say that? His, he's asserting his I'm the boss here. If yeah. you're not gonna like what the way things are gonna be run, you have the opportunity to leave now. Yeah. But I don't even think he said that. I don't even think he talked about his, you know, the way he does stuff. It's basically just him coming in there saying, get out. If you want to stay, you can stay. But if you want to leave, you can leave. But that's basically so what he's quarter- saying, though. He's saying, you know, and the ones that are here, you're going to fight with me. You're going to stay with me. And we're going to run things the way I'm, I'm going to run them. Yeah, I, I kind of look at it like you look at college coaches that switch. Like I look at when P.J. Fleck came to Minnesota. He brought some people from, I don't even remember where he was coaching at, Washington State. I don't remember where it was at. But he brought kids in a portal from there for him. Did he say anything? Hey, you can come with me, whatever. I don't know. But, you know, I mean, the thing is with college football, you go sign with the team because of the coach and – you don't go there because of the school. You go there because of who recruits you. And if Dion recruited me, I'd I'd be transferring to Colorado in a heartbeat. Yeah. Even without him saying it, in honest opinion. Do we think he's going to do anything this year? That's going to be the next question. In Colorado? Yeah. No. Not this year. Not this year, no. Well, no, I mean next year, I mean, so. When it comes to college football and especially changing coaching regime, regimes, it is a four-year process before you see a change. It is. You have to get through the players that are remaining from the previous coaching staff, start bringing in and recruiting your players, and that changes to get to your system 100% takes four years. It does, because you got your freshman class already in, and you're bringing in your first freshman class. And technically, I mean, I could argue that it might take five, because depending on when you get hired, you know, what kind of class are you getting coming in there that first year you're coaching? Right. You know, and so, I mean... You, you don't know what you have or don't have, because... Then it, it it comes down to the next recruiting class, whichever it may be, whichever his first recruiting class is, how good is he at recruiting? How good are his assistants at recruiting? How good are, are, are is his staff at bringing in the best players for his system? Because 
let's just face it. Colorado isn't going to get the number one star that's thinking about going to Ohio State or Michigan or Notre Dame or Bama or Oklahoma. They're just not going to get that. Nope. So. Well, with what you're saying there, go ahead. Keep finish your thought. You you have to be good at recruiting, especially in your home state, right? And then you have to go find those few blue chippers that are falling through the cracks out there throughout the country. So and and then the ones that are on the fence, you have to convince them why they need to come to your program. Because remember, right. this isn't dollars and cents they're getting. They're getting an education and a chance to play. Now, yep. with with the with them now, the players now able to make money off themselves in college football. Do you think a player is going to make more money off themselves at Ohio State or at Colorado? It's gonna be Ohio State, definitely. Unfortunately, these days, I don't even want to talk so, about Ohio State. It, it, it's terrible. It, it, like, the whole you know, college football system is flawed. And with, with that as well, though, I mean, now that they can make money, I mean, now that EA is coming out with uh, NCAA college football, the video games, they, they get their likeness out of there. So I think anywhere anybody goes, you're going to get your likeness, but you're not going to get paid as much as Alabama or Ohio State or Michigan. You're not. You know, you're going to get the... Twiddly dinks. Look, I mean, you look at, look at all the bowls out there. All these players, they actually get, like, packages for playing in that bowl game, right? Mm-hmm. How many of them last year wanted to go to the PlayStation Bowl because they would get a brand-new PS5? Yep. That was part of the deal. They got a brand-new PS5 for playing in that bowl game. So how many players wanted to play in that bowl game? You know, I mean, when it comes down to college football, that's what you, that's what you look at. You look at what packages you're getting and all that, and... You know, that was, that's been done for years. But then it's it, it just the whole system is flawed. No matter how you look at it right now is flawed. And we talk about where are you going to get the most recognition? Let's not go to the Ohio State talk yet. We'll get there. Yep. We'll get there. We don't, don't have the piano. Um. <laughs> But if you can name any players on Ohio State or Michigan, I'm sure you could probably name one or two, right? Or maybe maybe there's a couple if you watch their games. If you're a Big Ten guy, you know them. Right. TCU is in the playoffs. Name a player. I'll be honest. The only game I've watched TCU this year was uh, Saturday when they lost to K-State. But... I don't know any of the names of the players. The quarterback played his ass off. I know that. Yeah, name a fucking player. You you don't you can't. So again, when it comes down to making money off your for yourself or off your name in college sports, you're not going to get it at a Colorado, a TCU, a Rutgers, a Boise State. Yeah, I mean, these are 
These are schools that locally are huge. Are huge, and, and they're they're good for their communities. And I'm sure the people in the communities know who most of the players are. But if you're just a national college football fan, you don't have a clue who the safety is on TCU. See, I think when it comes down to college football, I think I don't think people look at names of people. I think they look at the school. Like you know, I've always. I've always heard of TCU, and they're becoming a powerhouse in the Big 12. I mean, because everybody's going to start moving now in the next couple of years. We're moving conferences again. But, you know, you look at, you know, you look at names in the college football, you know, TCU Horned Frogs. I mean, this sticks with you. you it's kind of like Gonzaga in basketball. They were never good. They started to be a powerhouse. Now they're a big powerhouse because they were a mid-major they play in a weak conference and they work their way through it. Now, now they get ranked top 10 right away at the beginning of the year because they, they became a name. Yeah. And, and that's what it comes down to is you look at these schools. Like I've always looked, I've always wanted to wait for the time that one of like all these five-star recruits wanted to go to a Colorado or a school that's not named ever. Dominate everybody. Go knock off the Ohio States, the Bamas, the Clemsons, Texas Longhorns, Michigan, Ohio State. Take over, win the national title, and watch people start talking about that school for years, and then they die off. But that one year, it would be a great Cinderella story is what they would call it, but all these players went there to win. And not set for two, three years, and then play your senior year, and then make it work. Would that not be what TCU would do if they were to pull it off this year right but you know how many five-star recruits they have like you said we don't know who they are be awesome if they pulled it off this year you know they they come out they play michigan right away i believe is what it is they can go battle the winner of ohio state georgia and tcu is a good team i mean i hope i mean in my eyes i hope that's the team that win i don't want ohio state or georgia to win i want either michigan or tcu to win in the in the playoff this year so, this sucks. They got to play each other right away. So let's talk for a minute without naming a school. Okay. Without naming a school. If you were not good enough in no matter, no matter how it comes up that you have that you get there, right. Or what, what the road is to get there. If you were not good enough throughout the regular season to be eligible to play in your conference championship should you be eligible for the college playoff system currently the way it is with only four teams no no the reason I say that I think think when it comes down to it you have your power five, whatever conferences they say, and you take your rankings from there. But I mean, I look at uh, uh, Ohio State getting into the playoff, and Bama was ranked five in the final rankings. It's bullshit. I mean, you well, got these teams so- with one loss that could actually be there, and they took one loss, and they weren't in their title game. Who cares? Well. So in that aspect, it, I mean, in their defense, and nobody, everybody who knows me knows I'll never defend Ohio State. 
Ohio State was the one one loss team. Bama right. is a two loss team. Mm-hmm. Okay. But again, let's go back to the initial question. No matter what the road to get there is, because we'll get into that here in a minute. Right. Um, if you are not eligible or not one of the teams to play for your conference championship, should you be eligible for the top four and the college football playoffs? I didn't give them the right answer, Tony. You give them yours. <laughs> no, so the answer is you shouldn't have been ranked all year. If you were ineligible to go to your championship in your conference, you should not have even been able to be ranked all year. Well, because no, no, no. I'm not saying ineligible as far as NCAA sanctions or probation or whatever. I'm saying you're not eligible because the team did not play good enough to get into your conference championship. Hence, you weren't able to play for your conference championship. Are you eligible for the college football playoff? No. This period, no. There's really no explanation for it. Yeah. I mean, that's like the college basketball. It would be like... It, it would be like you, in, in the NFL. I'm just going to use that as an example. You can go all year if, um, oh, we want to see Kansas City versus Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, the, but neither one of them are in the, net, the championship game of their conferences. Why would they get to play in it if that's how NFL did it? If they ranked their players, if they ranked their teams like that, why would you put a team in front of somebody else to play for your title game? Like, so, in my opinion, Ohio State not being in the Big Ten Championship, they lost one game to Michigan. But they lost that game to Michigan for that right to go to that game. That's what that game was. It was a playoff game. It's kind of like everybody in the NFL right now is saying, like, how many of these games are playoff material games? Kansas City-Cincinnati um, game was a playoff atmosphere game, the whole game. So when you look at college football, you get to the last week of the season – Almost every school is playing their top rival going into that last week of the season, the regular season. So you got Ohio, Ohio State playing Michigan. That is a playoff game to get into your title game if they're both fighting for that, if that's what that game's for. And that's what that's for. That's how it's played right now. So Michigan beat Ohio State pretty nicely. You know, they beat them. Went on, beat Purdue. Do I agree that did? Do I agree that Purdue was the right team being in there? No, because maybe it should have been Ohio State versus Michigan part two. But that's how it's we'll played out that. right we'll now. we right. second. I, w- but, I have a question but, about that. But with this, if you don't play in your title game, I don't think there should be two teams from the same conference in the Final Four. At unless, all. And, unless it was two teams... That were in the conference championship. That right. Were also Be a little ranked, bit different there. That were also ranked like one, one through four uh, in the right. in the in, in the national rankings would be a different story. Which we saw that a few years ago, didn't we? See Alabama and LSU both make it in. Yeah. Well, then then we have Alabama and Georgia last yeah. year, was it? 
what we're, and they played in the title game. They're their conference game. So, so then everybody agrees that if you do not play, it doesn't matter if it's SCC, Pac-12, Big 12, ACC, um, Big 10, whatever the conference you're in, if you are ineligible to play because you did not play well enough to play into your your championship game right. for your conference, then you should not be eligible under the current format of only four teams. Yeah. Yep. To get well, I think we're all three on the same page with that. Mm-hmm. So somebody please, please, please explain to me, and I've got a follow-up question to this. But please explain to me why I sat down Saturday evening and watched Michigan versus Purdue play for the Big Ten Championship and when was all said and done and games were over on Saturday because another team lost their championship game. Which that was USC. Another team lost Ohio State, who is, again, not eligible to play for the Big Ten Championship because they were not good enough in the final four playoff teams. Please give me an explanation. Can't. I don't have one. So I guess I got a I got a backup question of that, I guess. Okay. Do I think Ohio State's a one-loss team. They lost to Michigan, which is the number two-ranked team in the nation. So, can they be in there? Yes. But, in the same aspect, why, you know, TCU got into the in, in there and they lost their championship game to Kansas State. Why can't USC get in there because they had a game, a bad game against, I don't even know who they played, Tulane? I don't even know. You know? But... I don't. I don't understand it. I don't understand how Ohio State can be in there. But I think what this it comes is down to is you need time. I for think Ohio what it, State. This is right, the I, second time Ohio State has not been good enough to play in the Big Ten championship game, and has made think, the college football playoffs. No. I think what it comes down to is they feel they feel they need a familiar face in there. You know, besides Georgia, they were going to be in it regardless. Michigan's been in there a handful of times. I mean, Michigan hasn't been in there a lot because they can't beat Ohio State. Now, the last two years, they have. So, the last two years, Michigan has been in there. But, in that aspect, I feel they don't have it. I feel every year they do this, either Alabama or Ohio State has to be in, and they're going to find a way to get them in. And you got a committee that votes this in. To me, it shouldn't be a committee. It should just... I don't, I don't, I don't know how they can make it better. In a couple of years, it's going to be better because it's going to be sixteen teams. But- Let me ask you. Okay, I got, I've got three questions. Okay, so I, and I want to get to them before. I might have three answers. Okay. <laughs> First question. Okay. Hypothetically, Ohio State beats Michigan, plays in the Big Ten championship, and wins. Does Michigan get voted in to the Final Four? I don't think so. I I honestly don't. You, you see where we're going here. Well, I know where you're going with this. 
What's two? Okay. What's number two? Tony, number what's two. your what's your answer to that question? No, the first one. no, no, yeah. they don't. I hope me and Tony two. disagree at some point here. <laughs> number two. Penn State play or Penn State. Purdue plays their heads off Saturday and pulls out the upset against Michigan. Is Ohio State now in after losing to the team that lost the Big Ten championship? Or is Purdue eligible for the playoff for winning the Big Ten championship? In my eyes, Tony, I'm going to let you answer on this first. Um, I mean, unfortunately, it would probably still be the same way. I would say, you know, if that happened and Michigan did lose and Ohio State would definitely still get in there. But, I mean, I don't know. I think you got that number two or the other team has got the number two loss, not Alabama, Tennessee. Tennessee, you know, beat Alabama. So, you would think maybe Tennessee would still be in that conversation, take out Michigan and Ohio State because they're lurking down there. But I don't know. It's going to so suck. It happened, but Ohio State, yes, with Matt Flippin. Dustin beats Michigan. Who's the final four? Okay, so if Purdue beats Michigan, in my eyes, what the committee would have did, and this is how I feel about it as well, and I'm not agreeing with what what I'm going to say here because I I just think this is what would have happened. Purdue beats Michigan. Michigan's out of the final four because they lost to a three-loss team. In a in a title game, the only reason I'm saying that is, so in that in that aspect, I think that the standings would go. Georgia obviously won. Four lost team. But who? Purdue. Purdue. Purdue? Yeah, whatever. So, but <laughs> Purdue's Purdue's not in. Obviously, they're not in. In my eyes, how that works out, I I feel what would have ended up happening was Georgia one, TCU two. Ohio State three, Alabama four. Exactly what I would have said. And here's why. Because the NCAA isn't about promoting the best teams. No. The NCAA is about what teams are going to draw them money. Correct. Even though they would be in another bowl game. You know, if you if you go with that ranking right there, so you're going to have an Alabama-Georgia part two. What's going to pull a crowd? Crazy crowd. TCU versus Ohio State, be a pretty good game. Whoa. There would be. Let's see here. All right, yeah. so we're going sixteen teams, right? Yeah, but hold on. We'll be going. It's yeah. We'll get there. We're getting there, Tony. We're getting there. I am working my way through this. Okay. Don't I'm just glad me and you are on the same page, Andy, with that because it, it it's the truth that would have happened. I honestly feel that's what would have happened. Michigan would have been booted out, and they they would have been in the Rose Bowl this year. So, irregardless, when you look at the total standings of the Big Ten, you take the two divisions, you mash them together based on conference play and where you ended up for conference play, it ends up being Michigan, Purdue, Ohio State. The third team in the Big Ten is in. 
Okay. Like I said, I don't like I don't like the way I thought on that, but it's the truth on how I who, thought it would go through. Who in this situation looks worse? Because it continues to happen. Does the NCAA look worse, or does the Big Ten look worse because of their divisional alignment to allow a game like Michigan versus Purdue? rather than a game of Michigan versus Ohio State for your championship. The thing is with it, I think their alignments are messed up. But they align them to how, you know, you look at you look at other conferences across the country, same kind of concept. They align them to where it's an easier travel for the teams, right? I've always been a fond believer of, like, how you finished the year before – you need to like rank, like stack them different. Like all the odd teams that finish different in their divisions go to like the better division or something. You know what I mean? But in that aspect, you know the the Purdue side really didn't have that or the that side of the Big Ten. Wisconsin was down this year. Minnesota stepped Four on their loss pick. team got into the championship. Four loss team. Iowa wasn't there. Iowa's in that division. Wisconsin, Nebraska, Minnesota. Us going, us, us as a fan in Minnesota, as a Gopher fan, a football fan of them, you know, just because we cheer for them because they're here. This was the year for us to get to the Big Ten Championship game. We, our schedule was round up. We didn't play Michigan. We didn't play Ohio State. We played Iowa because you're going to play the people in your thing. Wisconsin was a down team. Nebraska was a down team. They fired their coach two or three weeks into the season. Then they got better. But we lost the games that didn't, that mattered, and we went on that losing streak. To me, to to me, that was our year to get into it, and we failed. That's just the normal Minnesota fan. But in that aspect, you're gonna let your third best team get in because you, you know, that's why I would feel bad for Michigan in this aspect. They look past if the, Purdue would have won that game, they look past their Purdue team, Purdue team, Purdue team. Going to the national semifinals, more than likely against TCU is who they were planning on playing because that's how it was stacked up. And they stepped on their own dick if that would have happened. And then they're knocked out because they lost to a worse team in their conference title championship game, but they made it there and they beat that team that's in. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't make sense. Well, let's talk about that, okay? Let, now we're here. Now we're here. We're going to a 16-team playoff. Yep. And the way this alignment should go on the 16-team playoff is you got your Power Fives. Okay, yeah, your Power Fives. Your, yep. your, your Power Five conference champions are in. Yep. The title so game. So let's the, say, let's say hypothetically, we're playing 16. We're we're playing 16 teams. The divisional alignment in the Big Ten is what I call dubs and scrubs. You have the teams that win and the teams that are scrubs, okay, Uh, in the division. Those are the two divisions, dubs and scrubs. So then let's say Purdue pulls one out of their ass. Your Big Ten champion is now in the playoff, 16-team playoff, is a four-loss Purdue. How bad does the Big Ten look now? really bad it looks bad don't get me wrong but to me it's no different than college basketball no you could have a you could have a team get hot in in your conference tournament 
win their conference tournament and win. But you have sixty-four in. teams, so your top but, team no. in your in your conference are still going to make the dance. In this case, if Purdue would have won and they had sixteen teams, I think Ohio State and Michigan are both in. I think what's going to end up happening is here, you're going to end up taking your conference champions, and I don't know if they're going to go outside the Power Five, kind of like what what the basketball does. They're going to just going to take the Power Five champions and then rank everybody, rank them as they end. Purdue would more than likely be the 16 seed coming out of that. You know what I'm saying here? They're going to re-rank them. But I think a Michigan, Ohio State, they get ranked up in the middle, whatever, and they'll make up their matchups there, which they're going to still going to do the matchups that bring the money. They're going to take random bowl games, put them into here, and they're going to play this out. I've said this for years that college football could own the month of December. They could own the whole month of December with a whole, like, 32-team playoff if they really wanted to. You could have a December madness, kind of like what March Madness is. March Madness is a whole different animal, and people tune into that because of all the upsets that can happen. They're playing these games. They're playing their hearts out. Look how many upsets we cheer for as fans when it comes to March Madness. You're going to go to 16 teams, which I'm, I'm excited for, but in the same aspect, you're only adding a few more games. But you're giving your top four teams buys, if I remember how that's going to work. They got it really weird how it's going to work out. But with how this is going to work out, like if, say this is this year and they went to 16 teams. You're going to have a Purdue from one that wins the Big Ten, say they want it. They're going to be the 14 to 16 seed. It would be no different than if... Uh, Say a uh, Minnesota Gopher team goes beats Ohio State in the big in the Big Ten championship game of basketball. Ohio State's still going to have a bigger ranking because Minnesota has a way worse record. Say they're five hundred, but they win the Big Ten championship. They're into the play. The, they're into the dance per se, but they're going to end up with a worse ranking. They're going to re-rank them in my eyes. Right, but but here here's the thing: if you're going to take the Power Five champions, okay? Yeah. And let's just hypothetically say we have some crazy ass here. We saw a crazy ass here in NASCAR. It can happen, right? Right. Um, let's just say you have five teams that win their championship that were unranked. Okay? In the power yep. five. When you get down to say, you know, Mr. Number 11 there, Okay. Like, are you going to be fucking furious that here you fought your ass off, you're nationally ranked 11th, 12th, and you're out? Because conferences like the big fucking 10 allowed teams with a four loss record like Purdue to play in their conference championship game. And it, it happens in college basketball, though. It does. Way different world. And I, I, I know what you're saying. It's 68 teams. But it's a, it's the same thing in college basketball. How many of these teams that lose their conference championship game, played their ass off all year, have two or three losses, lose, to their, lose their conference title game because they think they're in, and then they get, they're one of the first four teams out? 
Well, the big dance, they're going to play in the NIT and they dominate the NIT. We see it a lot. Because all these at-large bids, these mid-major concerts, uh, these mid-major conferences don't get in automatically. But you're still going to get your top teams are still going to make it. Like you're not never going to say you're ranked one through twelve teams in college right. basketball are not are. You're never going to say one of them is missing the dance. No, because it's 68 teams, not 16. That's the big difference there. Well, exactly. So you're, you, we're going to end up what I'm with what we're at, doing right now is. Go ahead. Is that these conferences, and they're right now they're all gearing up for for it, okay? Because now yeah, the Big Ten, the Big Ten is adding two more teams. The Big Ten is becoming the Big Sixteen. True. Okay. Um, USC is joining the Big Ten as well as UCLA. Correct. Okay. Um, uh, and since. What? I thought it was Cincinnati. No, it's USC and UCLA. Yeah. Coming to the Big Ten. Yeah. I don't. I I never heard Cincinnati. Um, that that'd be news to me if if that's. I didn't ever heard anything on Cincinnati. Um, but they're all gearing up for it to try to get more teams to that place. But you have to. Align yourself better within your conference to make your conference championship game that of your two best teams. Yep. Because well, I think adding UCLA and U or UCLA and USC that's gonna they're they're gonna Big Ten's got to restructure the conferences, correct? Because we they're gonna have to. But but if you think about this, right? Like you get to see what uh, a Clemson Georgia championship game. They're in the same conference, right? No, no. ACC is. Yep. Okay, so well, whatever. You get to see a couple good ones, right? Yeah, you get to see. Usually, see gets a couple good ones. It, I mean, they usually try to make it out. When you have the rivalries that you have in the Big Ten with Michigan and Ohio State, Michigan State and Michigan. Um, yep. you know, Michigan State, Ohio State, Ohio State, Penn State. You know, any of these, and, and, and all those Minnesota, teams Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa. Yep. All those teams I mentioned: Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, are all in the same division. The thing right is, now, the alignment is: you will never, ever, ever, ever see the those two teams or a rivalry game being played for your conference championship and that is a crying shame for anybody who is a Big 10 fan but in the same aspect i under i kind of understand what the Big 10 did there cuz you're guaranteed that game every year if they're not in the same conference you're not guaranteed that game even in the even in the Big 10 championship you're not guaranteed that game if you split them up Yes, you are. How? You make the fucking schedule. Well, right, but you're only going to play so many teams outside of your division. With the way call it, with the way the they Big Ten is now, year. there are still teams that are 
misaligned division. I, I hear what you're that saying. play yeah. against each other as a rivalry game. There are still rivalries that are played every year I, outside the divisions. I have not heard anything on how the Big Ten is going to align this in a couple of years, but I hope they do something like what you're saying, though. Like, to me, like a Michigan-Michigan State should be out of conference. Right. I think Michigan-Ohio State should be out of conference or out of division, however you want to put it. So you did. So this is the way it needs to be aligned. You you split the Indianas. You split the Michigans. Correct. Okay. Then you take Ohio State and Penn State and put one of each in each division. Yep. So now you've split up the your power teams. You split the states. Yep. And your power teams are, are now. Dying. And they'll still end up playing each other. Those in-state rivalries will still end up playing each other. Right. It still happens to this day. Like, there is no, um, because if I'm not mistaken, IU and Purdue are actually already in different divisions. That is correct. Purdue and IU are in different divisions currently, and they play every single year for, what is it, the old Oaken Bucket or Bucket, whatever the fuck it is, right? Um, Yeah. They, they play every single year as a rivalry game. There is no excuse to say we have to be in the same division to play our rivalry games. There's none. Because there is no, when you're looking at the standings and the way the Big Ten ranks themselves, okay, is conference record, conference record, again, conference record, not divisional record, supersedes your overall record. Okay, but that's yep. a conference record. That's anybody in the Big Ten. That's not in your division of Big Ten. So the way they have the divisions lined up is absolutely garbage. There's no reason for it. None. And nobody can explain to me why it's a good idea or why they do it. Because you can st- you still make the schedule. You still have your, you know, rivalry games outside of divisions you can still split up your power teams in the big 10 and end up with a decent championship game and that's what i'm disappointed about the last good really good conference championship game i saw with the big 10 was the second year the big 10 actually had a championship yeah, because it used to just be your overall record, your conference record. You were a champion. There was no championship game. The second year was Michigan State versus Wisconsin, and it was a phenomenal game. And your two quarterbacks in that game were Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson. Yep, you were at that game. I was at that game. I have not seen a good Big Ten championship game since that. And if somebody can tell me one that I've missed, I'm glad to hear it. What? Anybody else think of a good Big Ten championship game outside of that one? No. That one came down to the wire, too. Michigan State lost the game on a running into the punter penalty. But you had your two, two 
top-tier quarterbacks now in the NFL. Well, maybe not now because Russell Wilson's really falling <laughs> the fuck off. But, you know, at coming out of college, top quarterbacks yep. playing in a championship game in the conference. I don't know that so, you're going to see something like that unless you get lucky again. Right. So I'm looking at some stuff on my phone here, as people could probably tell. You know, they're looking at two scenarios for when USC and UCLA join uh, the Big Ten in, what is it, 2024, correct? Yeah. I think it's what the plan is. So scenario two out of this thing is no divisions, just one conference. Fine by me. Okay. Scenario one is it's still an east and west split. So the East in this in this scenario would would include Indiana, Maryland, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, Purdue, and Rutgers. So they're doing the, the West, same fucking thing. They're, they're doing the same teams. thing. The West would be Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern, UCLA, USC, Wisconsin. So in that in that case, I'm looking at um, if they did the scenario one like I just said, you know, you're looking at you got your four, you got your in my eyes, you would have your four power teams in the East: Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn Which State. Is what you have now, but if 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 Iowa and Wisconsin can get back to their form of what they've been, and hypothetically. Adding a UCLA and USC to that West division might make it like you might make it look good. Do no, I agree with what? That, let me ask you this, because for the and, and I've got a rebuttal if you say the wrong answer here. But do you think either one of you think that UCLA and USC can come into the Big Ten? Play Big Ten football and compete. No. The only reason I say that is I think early in the season they will. I think they can play against some of these teams. But you come out to Minnesota, you go to Michigan, you go to Ohio State in November, good luck. Tony, what do you think? No, they can't. They can't compete all season against those teams. I mean, they do it after they because every year the Rose Bowl basically you play you know the Pac, the Big Ten closes the Pac twelve, so you always got a UCLA or USC playing somebody. Yeah, playing in sunny, my thing is with California. that. My thing is with that. The Rose Bowl with that. If you if you swap the, I know you can't swap the venues, but if you swap the Rose Bowl in sunny California, to say. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Come play here. Come play in this frigid cold weather and see what you can do. So, irregardless of weather, I'm going to give you a scenario where teams that we thought at one point were powerhouses in the country coming to the Big Ten thinking they were going to be the shit. And I haven't had anything but the drizzling shits since they started. And that is Nebraska. Nebraska. They came out of the Big 12 thinking they were going to come in and dominate the Big 10. They were a top-ranked nationally team year in and year out. 
until they join the Big Ten. Which I think now the, they're just the drizzling shits. With with what I feel there though, like when it comes down to college football, you got people growing up. There, I'm like, I'm gonna play in the Big Twelve. I'm gonna play in the Big Ten. So, if when you're looking at when you're going, say you're going into the Big Twelve back in the day, are you gonna pick uh, Nebraska? Are you gonna go pick a Texas or an Oklahoma? Um. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna rebut that by saying I don't think you're picking a division as much as you're picking a school prestige. Right, but or a conference. I think because I think that is something. Here's the big one. Here's the big one that I'm gonna throw out at you, and you're gonna go, okay, you're right. Notre Dame, a non-conference team. Yeah. Oh, go. I know. If you had well, your in choice, that, in that if case, you had your choice to play for the worst, if you're a Pac-12 nut growing up and going, I'm going to play in the Pac-12, and you get recruited by the worst team in the Pac-12 or Notre Dame, which one are you going to? Notre Dame. Depending on what's coming up in that with that team, you know, are we bringing in a good class? That's what it comes down to me. But if if you okay in the same aspect, if you're gonna go play in the Big Ten, where are you gonna go play at? You gonna go play in Nebraska? You gonna go play at Ohio State? Same concept. Nebraska took a step down. Nebraska was one of the powerhouses in the Big Twelve. They're not a powerhouse in the Big Ten. They're in, Nebraska they're was a good powerhouse. They they see again. This this comes down to national notoriety. People voting on where you're yeah, ranked, it does. Okay, because Nebraska is the perfect. perfect they are. Um, you know, example. Example of this because they were a nationally ranked powerhouse, which was is voted, not played for. It is voted for. Okay, and right. What they do? What they do is they do what Alabama does and they play Nebraska versus the junior highs around the country, which is what Alabama does. Alabama is Alabama versus the junior high class of, you know, 10 years from now. So they're playing kindergartners. Right. That's what, that's what Alabama does every year. Mm-hmm. They don't play anybody. They're not going to risk themselves falling out of that top category by playing somebody. It's a prestige aspect. I agree with you on that. We covered that with the Big Ten or the Final Four. You know, you want your normal names in there. So, okay, I want, in your honest opinion, we'll go back, say, five years in the NFL. Say the NFL did uh, did uh, college, or how college football does it. Who's in, like, okay, so this year, who is your Final Four teams if you were going to put them into a playoff in the NFL? In the NFL? In the NFL. This year, if they did a college football format with who they played and they do the rankings, who would be your final four teams? Uh, Minnesota, Buffalo, Kansas City, maybe. Um, you know, I, and I'm he- I'm hesitant to even to say Philadelphia because I don't think they played anybody. Right. 
You know what I mean, though. I mean, Philadelphia is the Alabama of the NFL right now. Correct. So I mean, I don't know how I would do it either. It was just kind of a thing I wanted to throw out there. You know, when you when you try to do, you know, the NFL, we're looking at thirty-two teams set up a final four, and you just had a hard time setting your your fourth team. Correct. Like, who would you want to throw in there? Now you're looking but, but at that's because ex- I'm putting I'm putting the best teams in versus prestige teams. Because right. If you put prestige teams in, nobody mentions Minnesota. No. So okay, so if you were to put your prestige teams in this year, who is who's in? Tony, I'm gonna go to you. I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna go to Tony on this. Oh, Who are your four I, prestige I, teams I had this them year? Like that rattled off. <laughs> no, go. You can go next. But who, if you went like how college football does it now, and you you went your prestige teams in the NFL this year, who are you throwing into your final four? Your prestige teams. Like so who you, would be in your final four? It's going to be Philadelphia. It would be Philadelphia, Dallas, Buffalo, Cincinnati for me. He had to put Cincinnati in there. Prestige okay, okay. Or not. Yeah. Prestige or not, well, he had to put Cincinnati in there. Cincinnati is getting to be that prestigious team, but I don't know if they're quite there yet. Andy, how about you? Uh, Philadelphia, and we're going off a of uh, prestige and money draws, not right. not record, not record or anything, right? Right. Yep. Okay. So Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, New England, and probably Kansas City. I'm surprised you left Dallas out of there. They are America's team. Mm. Yeah, but you still in that case. They draw people. The, they draw people to the show. You still have to go with the divisional winner. <laughs> I, I like where you went with that. I, I do. But you, what do you got? Philadelphia, which by all means is the top seed in the NFL, regardless if they played anybody or not. Okay. Right. Then you've got. They're gonna win their conference. Tampa Bay, because you have to have Tom Brady in the playoffs. Then you have to have Bill. <laughs> you have to have Bill. You have to have Bill Belichick in the playoffs, right? And then you have right. to have pa- Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in the playoffs. So there, there's your four prestige teams, and out of that, you have two that don't fucking belong. Which two? New England and Tampa Bay. Okay. I, I love where we're going with this. This is actually kind of a fun conversation because, so, I mean, I in my eyes, you know, if they did a Final Four in this, you have to take your four best conferences, correct? I wouldn't say Minnesota's in the best conference right now. What 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 are they playing against in the conference? There's nobody dabbling with them, right? In the conference or the division? Conference. Well, you got if you're looking at conferences, I mean, and that's that's kind of like what the what they are in college football, right? You can't really look at the NFC AFC kind of aspect here. You got to look at the division. But that's con- that's the conference AFC conference. It's the American Football League conference or the right. You're, you're looking football at division. You're looking at divisions, though. Okay. So, in that aspect, we it, okay it, for what for safe speaking here. What did okay, Minnesota for, do? They went into Buffalo 
That's because Josh Allen's an idiot doesn't know how to grab a ball from a fucking center. Be, I don't give a shit what's it say at the end of the day? What's it say at the end of the day? No, right? and I agree. I agree. I mean, if, if, if the NFL did something like this, it would end up being an eighteen format. We all would agree on that, and it would be your your division champions would go into the final eight. It's just if they ever did a final four, it'd be a freaking disaster. And you know, to me, to me, you look at you know, you look at like look what was it the NFC East? What was it last year, or the year before? The best team that won the division was eight and eight. Yeah, drizzling shits conf- or division. Yeah. So, would would they be allowed to get in there? No. In my eyes, no. no. They beat up in each other all fucking year. They beat each other all freaking year. You know, you look at four of them losses, they're probably on each side. Nobody, No team really dominating the, con- the conference games, the division games. It's just, it's a whole different format. And, you know, I, I brought up a college basketball in the same aspect. It's a whole different world when it comes to college football. I think the 16 playoff is going to be amazing. I don't know how it would have wound it out this year. I know there will be stuff out there, and it's going to be amazing to see how it would have came out. But that's what we want to see. We want to see more football. As fans, me as a fan, I want to see more football. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I, I love football. I'd rather see more games that mean something. I don't want to go watch the Outback Bowl played against Joe Schmo and bitch ass. Well, nobody wants to play games anyway, which is the only reason they're going to these, to 16 teams, because otherwise the NCAA is too fucking scared to make a change. So they're doing it this way to make more money off the other bowl games that aren't drawing money. And they're going to be bowl games. So, what I was saying earlier is all these players get these gift packs, right? For playing in games like PlayStation got a PS five last year from what I read. So, so you're one of these teams, say you're the 16th ranked team or you're a lower ranked team. And you got to fight through and you can play four games to get all the way to the finals and you win it all right. You're getting four different pet prize packs for getting through there because you're playing in all these different bowl games. Well, why wouldn't you? Have you, if right. you play a performance, if you play a professional sport, your salary is paid the regular season. We've talked about this before. Oh, we have talked about this before, yes. Your your salary is paid for the season, regular season. Your what you get bonuses throughout the playoffs. So if you advance in the playoffs, you get more bonus money. Because the team gets more money for being at that point. Yep. But the bonus money is paid by the league, not by the team. Correct. To be honest, I just had this conversation again with a friend of mine. He he knows a lot about the money aspect in the NFL, and he goes, it's just crazy how much money that players can make, all the bonuses and stuff that we don't hear about. And I'm like, it is crazy. It, it's nuts. Me and him were sitting at the bar a couple weeks ago talking about this. It's, it's a fun – I kind of want to bring him on this show talking about money stuff because I think he's probably the most – like for now, payment. I don't, I don't know how far this goes – I know it's still prevalent in golf. Golf is run this way. Um, but I know it used to be in the four professional sports, too, that the sports franchises were actually run as charities and took tax deductions as 
charities. So you see that you see them all with their charitable efforts, right? And that that maybe that is yeah. why this has changed. But golf now, every golf event on the PGA Tour, the USGA, whatever it is, a love is is a charitable golf outing. Just like me and you would go yeah. play in a charity golf outing. These are all charity golf outings. That's why you have it sponsored by, you know, farmers, St. Jude's or, well, you know, whatever. Like yeah. they are all charitable golf outings. So it is no different than me and you playing for, you know, for the local, um, you know, Eagles club or the local, um, you know, animal shelter, whatever, whatever the case may be, or the guy who had cancer last week. Um, so I, I have an honest question for both of you. Say we win the lottery. If we ever win it, say you win it by yourself and you could buy one pro sports team. What team are you buying and why? Oh, when you're talking about this charity stuff. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait um, and let Tony answer because I might. I think it's a kind of a curious thing because everybody would buy a different team. And I want to know who and why. Well, my, mine's going to come off the cuff here. So uh, <laughs> I'm, just surprised, I'm surprised Tony's just not shouting out. He, he's thinking. He's thinking. He's like, I'm not buying a Cincinnati team. They suck. <laughs> I figured it'd be the Bengals or the Reds, like. But if you could buy any team, any pro sports team, doesn't have to be any to of the hit, major sports. You'd have to hit some major lottery winning in order to buy some of these. No, teams. correct, correct. But if you could buy any team, if you had the funds, I'm just using the lottery as a uh, point there. But if you yeah. could buy a team, who would you buy and why? Okay, that's a hard one. It is. That's an easy question. What? Are you, let me guess. It's going to be no, the I'm Philly. Waiting on you. I'm waiting, You're waiting on, on me. I know, but I'm still trying to think. <laughs> be like the Reds or you know the Bengals, but I'm like, no, I can't because buy. I don't them. want. I don't want anybody stealing my idea. So, um, Dustin, what, what's your? No, answer? I I asked the question. You guys need to answer first. But you still have to answer too. So I will answer. Yeah. I, I know my answer. I know mine, too. All right. I'm going with the Yankees. I just said team. Yankees. Minus, I, I said team. Any pro sport team yep. that's out there. Yankees. Evil Empire. Why? Just because it's a historic baseball team. And everybody hates the Yankees, so. And everybody hates Ben Dick. So, okay. So, you hate, I'm guessing you hate the, you hate the Yankees. The Yankees, Me? right? Yeah. Do you get to sell the whole team, make them suck for all of us? No, no. no. <laughs> so, hey, they're probably going to make me the most money, too, because it is the Yankees. So Yeah. All right, Dustin, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you to answer this question first. To be honest, if I'm going to buy a team, I'm going to buy Hendrick Motorsports. Okay. I'm going to go racing all year. Fuck it. Let's have some fun. Just have some fun. But if I was going to buy Why? one of the power... What? Why? They're a powerhouse you, racing team, and I want to be involved in racing. Four, it doesn't have to be a power four speed sport. You you picked your team. So go, so right. Why? I mean, no, but if, if I was if I wanted to buy a team, I'd buy Hendrick, 
and go out and race and just have the prestige in that. I mean, it still is prestige in the in the aspect, but in the same aspect, I love racing. I don't want to own a fan. I don't want to own a football team or a baseball team or something like that. I can go racing all weekend and go watch racing. I just Let own me it. Ask you this: If you're buying Hendrick, which is named after the current owner, does it become? Um, it turns into Veldy Racing. Team, team money guns, like what? what team money that? guns, yeah. <laughs> money gun racing. Is that you know what I mean, is? though. I mean, it, if I would have bought a, if I would have bought one of the major sports, I mean, I'm kind of online with what Tony said about going to the Yankees or something like that. But if I was gonna do that, I, I if I was gonna buy like a, I'm gonna go football here just because I buy the Vikings just because they're my team and want to make them better. I don't care about the prestige and all that with that aspect. You know, I mean, the money wise, you're going to get your money out of it, but. Okay. So Andy, both of you answered and ended your answer with, we're going to get money. No. Okay. You just said we had enough money to buy whatever team we wanted. So why do we have to worry about money? Because we'd be out of it when we bought the teams. <laughs> so, if I had Yankee money, I would not buy any existing yep. professional sports franchise. I would buy an expansion team in either the NHL and bring it here to Indiana so I don't have to go anywhere. And build the sport here in Indiana, or huh? or buy a box lacrosse team here in Indiana. Box lacrosse? Yes. Or you're talking just lacrosse? What the heck is box lacrosse? Indoor lacrosse. Okay. You had the Minnesota Swarm at one point there. Yep. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I just wanted to make sure I was on the same aspect of so, that. So, which is basically hockey. So you went kind of off tangent. You didn't. You weren't going to buy a natural team. You're going to build your own. Build my own. So if we're going to go in that aspect, to be honest, I'd put a basketball team back in Seattle and call them the Supersonics. Okay. <laughs> so if I'm you could build your your I'm dream not a team, Tony. Guy, but like. So if, that, if you could build your dream do. team, if you could, if you could make your own franchise, Tony, and any, I like where Andy went with that because that is pretty cool. You know, not a lot, not a lot of people would think about that. Look what me and Tony were thought about there. So if you could, if you could buy your own franchise, make your own franchise, where would you put it, and what sport? Hawaii. <laughs> I heard Hawaii. That's yeah. right, Hawaii. Yeah, baseball in Hawaii. What would you call your team? The Luau's. The Luau? Honolulu Luau's, Hawaiian Luau's. He would be the Hawaiian He would be the Hawaiian BDs. In the in that aspect though, why won't we build an NFL? Why won't you buy a team and make them in uh across seas? What? Like Germany? Yeah. We know it's going to happen at some point. Because, because, like, eventually at that point, you're going to run out of money. Yeah. Yeah, the one-offs are a lot better. But, <laughs> like, 
if, if you bought a expansion team and put it just in your hometown and you had Yankee money, it's not going to cost you Yankee money to do it. No. And you're going to have money left over. And the little bit of money that your expansion team, well, your, your expansion team is going to bring you a lot of money the first couple of years. But after that, the little money that your expansion team brings you is enough to live off of. And you have Yankee money to live off of anyway. So Tony gave me the name of his Hawaiian luau team, right? So if you made a hockey team in Indiana, what would you call them? Racers. Indiana racers, or would you name it after Indianapolis racers? How does that go with hockey? Yeah, it goes with the city. All right, there you go. I like that answer. And speed. So would you do that with if you did uh, a different, another sport in there? You said hockey, and what was the other sport? Indoor lacrosse. Yeah, what would you call your indoor lacrosse team? Racers. So, in the future, we could have the Indiana racers coming up here. Yeah, but I don't know how much a professional um, NHL team costs. So, like that. No, I don't even want to know that. And actually, it, it, the racers at one point were a minor league hockey team in Indiana. Cool. Now, now they do have the Indiana Fuel, which is part of the ECHL which plays out of the uh, fairgrounds in Indianapolis, state fairgrounds in Indianapolis, which is where AEW just was. Cool. I, know, I, I like these hypothetic, uh, hypothetical questions on this thing like about what you would do. Too. I like hippos. That's where Justin's at right now with the hippos. You know, we haven't talked much more about Justin. But, no, I like that stuff because everybody thinks different. You know, like if you, but I liked where you went with it, Andy, on creating your own thing. It's mine. Yeah. It's not somebody else's. Somebody else didn't build the prestige of, uh, you know, the team. Not like where you went. It's, and it's something you give to your, you know, stays in your family for the next hundred years or whatever. And the Indiana Racers become, you know, this prestigious team and, and, you know, 50 years after I'm gone or whatever, winning cups or, you know, that, that's, that's, that is a legacy rather than just saying, Hey, I just paid George Steinbrenner $4 billion, you know, to, to own the Yankees. So I'm going to ask Tony this question. You make your baseball team and you can sign one player. Who are you signing dead or alive? One player. You could sign this. Your, what would be your first signing, dead or alive player? Junior. Yeah, that'd be King Griffey. Andy, if you were making a baseball team, who would be the first player you're signing, dead or alive? All depends on if he has to go to war or not. <laughs> dead or alive. We're, we're playing baseball. No right, wars. But after I sign him, does he have to go to war? No. We're not in Ted war Williams. right now. Ted Williams. <laughs> this is fun. For anybody who does not know, for anybody who's not aware, Ted Williams lost a lot of his career because he ended up in the war. Otherwise, he would be the all-time great at just about everything. I'm going to sign Babe Ruth just because he's going to strike out a lot, but he'll hit home runs and he'll draw a crowd. 
<laughs> you can do that with Barry Bonds if you really wanted to. <laughs> no, he just gets walked all the time. It costs you less. <laughs> no, but it, I like this stuff. It's fun. I mean, I don't know if you guys had as much fun with it as I did, but this stuff, you start talking about what you can and can't do and what you'd want to do. It's fun. But if you're going to start signing baseball players, we got to talk about what's what's going on right now. Right. Okay. There's a couple of big signings that happen. And that is baseball free agency has opened up. Winter meetings are going on. And Tony's our, our mind freak on this. I think he needs to run us down on what's going on. Yeah. Why did you, why did you start off with the big signing by the National League champions? I don't know. Did they sign a new mascot or something? <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so Philadelphia signed a fucking 30-year-old shortstop to 11 years, $300 million. So, hold on, let me let me talk about this. 11 years, and he's 30, he's 30 years old. Look at Cincinnati and Joey Votto. That's all I got to say. Sorry. That's what's going to happen to you. With a currently- full no-trade clause. Full no-trade clause. You're stuck he with him forever. currently the best shortstop in the league at 30 years. Currently. What's he going to be in three years? Exactly. Three years. <laughs> you know you know what's going to happen in three years? You're stuck with him for another eight. <laughs> and, the, and the guy can still get on base and hit? Yeah. What so can Bob. But it's one guy. What is, what, but what does the National League have that they didn't have for 100 years? Oh my gosh! Here we go with the DH. <laughs> because because Bryce Harper isn't going to be suffering from his Tommy John surgery for the next three years. No, he's going to be suffering from all kinds of other injuries. He's going to get in the next three years. So he's going to be back in left field. Oh, or right field. Sorry, he'll be in right field. Why would he be a DH? If you're he's a right fielder, right now you don't necessarily really have a great right fielder. You had Castellanos who stepped up defensively in the playoffs but could not hit worth a shit. But you're coming back to Tommy John, so now you he's got not, two potential you got potentially two DHs coming up in your no, on your team. No, Trey Turner's playing shortstop. Oh yeah. Not in three years. We don't have to worry about it for three years. We're winning the World Series this year. No, 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 no. <clears throat> no, you're gonna no. Put, you're going to put two bad hat or big-ass heads together, and they're going to butt heads, and they're going to go 500 this year. Well, no, I mean, well, that, oh my. you're talking about – We need to place a bet. We need to place a bet <laughs> right now. Right oh, now. He my. said 500, so I'm going, Phil's, I am guaranteeing a Phil playoff berth. Well, that's easy. Look well, at the you conference. say five hundred. If five hundred, you don't play. You don't. Make they could be five. They could be five hundred and make the playoffs. No, they can't. Why not? not? That division. Win the division. Not in that division. That is the toughest division in baseball. To be honest, I watched one baseball game this whole season, so I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> in that division, you have Philadelphia, Atlanta. Um, the Mets, who just made a big signing. But they lost somebody. 
Yeah, but look who they lost and look who they gained. That's a huge difference right there. So, Tony, yeah. continue on. Trey Turner yeah. from Philadelphia. What else are we got? Trey Turner from Philadelphia. Then you got Jacob DeGrom going to Texas, which, you know, he had a so-so year coming back from injuries and plaguing him. And then you have Verlander going to the Mets. That is a big one. I don't know how he's going to do out there in the East. What was uh, what was uh, Verlander's contract? Do you remember? Uh, two years, eighty-eight point something. Kind of like that contract with, for for the Mets. Yeah, well, Verlander's not a young boy anymore either. No, and he's. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's always been a central guy because you know the Tigers. Tigers. And the now he's going out to East. So maybe Verlander just wanted to get out of the cheating. Maybe. So Trey Turner was signed for three hundred. Yeah. Eleven years. So the offer that I heard for Aaron Judge by the Yankees was ten years three hundred. Does he now hold for more after Turner's been signed? Yes. Yeah, because the Dodgers are going to give it to him. Yep. I agree with Tony on that one. Do you think Aaron Judge survives the National League? No. National League Baseball is a different game. Well, we're in a whole different game with somebody being able to outbid the Yankees. There's not too many Yankee players that leave there and they just keep getting paid. I mean, you look like Derek Jeter, A-Rod, they all got paid to go. Well, Jeter was there, but A-Rod got paid to go there and just didn't leave. But he also got paid the money to go there. They're, the Yankees are in a different format now. Jeter always took the smaller money to keep people coming in. Yeah. Now they got Judge that wants the money. They're in a whole different league than what they're used to. But They're used to getting people there and, like, black-holing them. You know, the, the mentality, you got to understand, the DH is very, very new still to the National League. Yeah. Okay? Very new. The mentality of the old-school National League people is still a different game being played than, it, than has been played for 100 years in the American League. Yeah. It's also a tougher game. I always thought of the National League as a tougher league, just mentality wise, bulk wise. You know, like if you're going to put two guys in a ring and have them fight between the American League and the National League, the American League is going to just run out of the ring before the fighting starts. Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure the judge is going to survive the National. I don't think he will. The he National League is a different world. He, playing in New York, which is supposed to be one of the toughest places to play as a player due to the, the media and, and, and all that, was pretty pampered in New York. Yeah. Yeah. You get him outside of his realm, and now the Dodgers, which are, you know have a long-standing history and a lot of expectation, if he doesn't go out there and perform, 
That is going to lay on him heavy. It would. Mm, maybe. So, in your guys' opinion, when you're looking at free agency, what's the most is pitching more important or batters? You like, who's it. winning the deals here? Like, if, if, if you're, you're looking at it team wise. If you're going to build a contender, you have to have a well-rounded team. Pitching can only do so much. You have to have two to three studs, starters. You've got to have a bullpen that can hold the game together. But you have to be, if you just have two batters in a lineup that can play, you're just going to be pitched around all, all game, mm-hmm. every game, right? And, and and never have anything. And then you have to be able to play defensively too, which was the struggle for Philadelphia last year was the defensive aspect as well as uh, just a few weaker pieces within the lineup. And shortstop was one of those positions where they needed to do something. So you're saying Turner getting signed was probably the best thing for the Phillies? Absolutely. So for the Reds, Tony, what would be the best situational signing for the Phillies this year in the in the free agency? They sold the team. <laughs> so in your eyes, what would be your number one free agent they should go after? Um, how they're setting now. That whole team has so many holes. Yeah, they do. I mean, they need pitching. I mean, we have Green and Lodo coming up still, you know, so those are our top two pitchers. But, I mean, outfield really needs help. Senzel is not doing it anymore. He just needs to get moved to the hot corner probably because that's what they talked about doing with him to get him out of the outfield if he can stay healthy. So, I mean, I don't know. Right. I mean, with the pitches, it sucks because, yeah, on both sides, you don't really have anything good. You don't have any hitters. You don't have anybody can play small ball anymore. You just have a bunch of guys you really don't know. That's kind of the same way. That's kind of the same way with twins. I mean, I feel the same way as with that as well. Anybody that gets uh, Sano, they can have him. But it won't be any different than David Ortiz going to Boston and hit ninety home runs. But um, I don't know. I, I, I've any other big signings, Tony, going on that you've heard. Um, not, them three? not them three. Yeah, just them three going on right now. I haven't heard anything else. So. Well, winter meetings yeah. just started, correct? Am I wrong on that? This they, week? Yeah. Just heard this about past week. I'm pissing and off it, Andy right now, dead, 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 because I keep cutting him off. <laughs> well, I, you know, you're talking about filling holes and, and bolstering positions. If you think about the Phillies and their need to fill in at shortstop, okay? It's not like they were giving – it's not like they filled a hole of somebody who couldn't play. Like, that was still a player. Yeah. But you increased your value now at the position. Oh, yeah. So – and to do that didn't happen overnight for Philadelphia, right? And they have – they now have players that have been within their club and their farm system that have shown up too, like Bone, right? Uh, 
and if we can get Bohm defensively right at third base, you've solidified your entire infield. You still have to you you still need to find a left fielder going into this going into the beginning of the season until um, Harper can come back. Now, uh, from my understanding, Harper's going to be out till May. And then probably yep. at that point, he's going to come in and DH for a little while before he can go out and start throwing in the outfield. Because um, Tommy John's nothing to play with when it comes to, you know, your throwing arm. Um, but I would say right now that Philadelphia is, if they can survive the East, and that's the whole thing, can you survive the East with the Braves and now the Mets are, are, are there? Florida's no laughing matter. You have no idea what Washington's going to be, right? Washington could be a team, or they could be the drizzling shits. Um, but it is the toughest division in baseball. And it is no surprise to me that the team that came out of the East and survived themselves through the playoffs was your National League champion. But it's no surprise out of me either with that. I mean, the Nat, like, we're living where I live at. You know, I'm all about the American League. You know, I follow more of the American League because that's the conference division I'm in. Um, so that's why I don't follow a lot of the National League, but I was not shocked to see that the Phillies came out of that. No. Uh, if it wasn't going to be them, it was going to be Atlanta. Correct. Um, so it's just. None of us wanted to see Houston. Everybody, but everybody, when it came to the National League, was, you know, the Dodgers, the Dodgers, the Dodgers, the Dodgers. Yep. Right? And what did the Dodgers do? Fell on their asses. Mm-hmm. Um, so the... It, it we got breaking news, be- Tony? You're looking at your phone. No, I'm trying to see who else is signed. Not, I kind of just looked. There really wasn't any other big name sign from what I've seen. No, Carlos Carrera. Correa? Yeah. Oh, don't really so do, do we need to get into there's been a lot of a lot of talk um in the world of wrestling too. Um Right. The big one I want to touch on it and, and I'll let I'll let Dustin bring his news in because it wasn't something I heard. Um big one I want to get into is so if you if you're following AEW, okay, MJF is now your champion. He is. Um, spoke for the first time, and I just see where I go here. Remember the Indiana Fuel play at the Farm Bureau Insurance Building at the Indiana State <laughs> Fairgrounds, which is where MJF spoke for the first time as AEW champion. If you weren't aware, William Regal turned on John Moxley in order to help MJF gain the championship. Yep. MJF, in his promo, turns on William Regal. Everybody knows William, if you know William Regal, you know he's the brass knucks guy, right? Yep. MJF turns on William Regal, hits him in the back of the head with the brass knocks. We are writing, and so that's not the news. MJF no. is going to be the biggest heel in the world of sports 
uh, or, or professional wrestling for a long time. No doubt about it. That's not the news. We knocked William Regal out, sent him off on a stretcher because we wrote William Regal off TV with the AEW. Where is he going? William Regal's contract expires this month with AEW, and he and Triple H have been talking. Yep. William Regal, after being fired by Vincent Kennedy McMahon, will be returning to the WWE. This is all per Mr. Dirt Sheet himself, Dave Meltzer, who I think is a piece of shit. Yep. To begin with, but generally reliable. William Regal, in my estimation... At this point in his career and in his life, when he was in WWE, was merely nothing but a behind-the-scenes guy. And that's what he'll be now, I think. He came to AEW and resurged his on-screen character. Personally, I want to see more William Regal. I'm so, upset about this. With, with what you're thinking with that, so I think Triple H is bringing, we've, we've all seen it with what they're doing with JBL right now with uh, Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. So hypothetically, say say this feud came, came to fruition and uh, William Regal, JBL feud as managers. Who would you put JBL with? Or who would you put with William Regal? I got this. JBL. Let Tony try to figure this. Right, out. but but you know what I mean. So hypothetically, if they're gonna try to go through like this whole fiasco of bringing in these older people to bring in people, and you got JBL with Baron Corbin, who would you match with William Regal? Tony. No, I'm, I'm gonna get shit for it, but you know, you'd probably have to put him with the the young kid. Theory. Nah. Nah. To help build him up, you know, and nah. take him to his stardom. You could, you could, but he's already got him. He's already got gold. Yeah. Right. So okay, so I'm gonna go back to Tony with this. Somebody that doesn't have gold that needs to be built up it was a good pairing with William Regal. Doesn't uh, not have gold right now. No gold. I can't wait All to right, answer this. Uh, but you need to ramble on for a minute. <laughs> All right. One on one. Hold on, I'm waiting. All right, he's out of the room, so now we can't hear him. So we can, now we can just talk shit about Andy the whole time because he can hear us. <laughs> okay. Um, that doesn't have gold. Oh, All right, let's go Riddle then. He needs a push that doesn't have gold. <laughs> he gives you the so, finger now. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't see us on uh, YouTube is this, and you're is this listening like, to us. Is this like, I can't, you can't see me, you can't hear me thing, or what? <laughs> <laughs> so why Riddle? Why do you think Riddle? Because, I mean, he got that push a little bit when he had, you know, with Orton. Even after Orton, they started pushing him a little more. Arty, and that, bro. Uh, you know, just dying back down, so. 
So uh, then in your situation, you're going to turn what is one of the strongest baby faces right now. You're going to turn a heel. William Regal does not work baby. He never has. I didn't even think of it that way. So. <laughs> okay, so now you're thinking it that way. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to walk right. right into, I'm gonna walk right, right walking into, what, right into what, we're, what you're probably thinking there, Andy. I know. Why don't you just tell me what you want me to yeah, say? Yeah, Andy, just go with it. What do you got? No, 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 what do no. you got for no, us? Tony, Tony, now you have to have somebody <laughs> without gold who needs, a, who needs a sidekick that's a heel. Oh, fuck. KO? KO's kind of a working baby right now. He's kind of working baby. But he could work. work, You could turn KO by by the strength in what Sami Zayn is doing right now. Yeah. Um, KO could easily become the heel in that storyline. Mm-hmm. So that is very... That is a good possibility. But... Here's what I'm going to ask you then, if you're going to put him with KO. Why does he need William Regal? Because the bloodline gets in the way. So he needs Regal to talk to Heyman and, you know, keep the two apart. So then KO can get Sammy all by himself. Fuck KO, no shit, I'm trying here. (laughs) Because... Because if you were to put uh, William Regal with somebody, he also becomes a mouthpiece for that person. Which KO does just fine on the stick. Yeah. Come on. I'm waiting on Dustin to get back here now. Because yeah, I don't know. He can't. He can't miss the the surprise reveal. Oh, oh I can who, hear you. Yeah. Who who uh, William Regal should be with? But so so keep going down your line of somebody who needs somebody and a mouthpiece who's a heel that needs a mouthpiece, not a mouth guard. All right, you want the big reveal? Yeah. Hallelujah. Do it. Who right now could, could, I'm not saying is, but could be the biggest badass beast, like whoop the hell out of anybody who needs someone to talk to him, talk for him right now. Tony, what are you thinking? It's going to be the biggest turn that you don't see coming, although you do see it coming. Sola Sequoia, or whatever the fuck his name is. Solo. He is going to be the one that turns on the bloodline. Yeah, I actually thought about Solo. He needs a mouthpiece. He don't talk. 
He doesn't wear bloodline out or attire, so he's by himself. You can go back to the end of um, Survivor Series. William Regal behind Solo. Honestly, I can't. can't. (laughs) It don't don't mix, but I can at the same time. So think of this, right? So think of this. Brock stood there in the ring being a bad motherfucker while Paul Heyman ran his mouth. Could you see Solo doing the same thing with William Regal? And now you have two awesome mouthpiece managers, whatever you want to call them, Going up against each other and William Regal and Paul Heyman. Could you imagine the promos <laughs> you would get out of the two of them? There, there wouldn't be very many spoilers out of that one. That's for sure. I mean, that'd be pretty good. You, you just have Roman standing there being the head of the table, Solo standing there staring at Roman being a badass. And William Regal and Paul Heyman cutting promos. Holy shit. So would uh would Heyman be Usi? Be the Usi in that? We all love the Usi part of this the whole well, fiasco, I mean, that, right? That that is like <laughs> I've never seen somebody be able to continuously break <laughs> other people out of their character the way Sammy has done this um it's unbelievable like he I don't give a damn about the travel chief things he is the hottest thing going right I agree with that and for people who thought Sammy was in the toilet his career was done I mean we remember the happy-go-lucky dancing Sammy when he first came in. Um, I thought he was a hell of a performer at that point when he first came in, came up from NXT. Um, but then he went into the conspiracy Sammy, which I thought was phenomenal work on his own. Right. Um, and now he's with the top group on the roster and the champion is not the star. It's Sammy. If you take Sammy out of the bloodline, I'm bored. I agree. 110%. I agree with that. That Usi segment... You couldn't, you couldn't help but watch every one of the people in that ring. It's almost like they didn't know it was coming. Yeah. Which I don't think any of them did. I think he just made that up and popped it. But it, And it's not even just that one. There are so many Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. That Sammy has made within that group that you just... You don't do without Sammy Zayn there. When, when Roman told him to take the bloodline shirt off 
that he never wanted to see him wearing a bloodline shirt again. And then yep. Jimmy rips the shirt off of him. And Sammy's there looking like I'm going to get my fucking ass kicked. Looking like a lost puppy dog in Las Vegas. <laughs> His facial expressions were perfect. And then Roman throws him the honorary Oosh shirt. I mean, you don't have that moment without Sammy Zayn. No, you don't. What does the bloodline do right now? Without having Sami Zayn, do I want to see them walking out every week going, "We're the ones. I'm headed table." Woo! No. See, we're honestly, all waiting for Sammy to say something. I think we're all waiting for Sammy to finally turn though, in the same aspect. I don't want to. But, see it. but we're going down that white rabbit hole, per se, and I still think it's Solo that turns. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. That's a that's a that's a known fact. Watching it at the end, you know, everybody thinks that Roman was watching at the end of Survivor Series. Everybody thinks that Roman was looking at Sammy when he was looking down the line, right? In my eyes, he was looking at Solo because every one of them were holding up the ones. Solo was standing like this, his badass self, and. Solo's not really part of the group. He just ended up being there to help Roman beat Drew. And What's he's his there. Name? What? What's his name? Solo. And what does Solo mean? Single. One. He's not the one. Or he's not in the ones. He's the one. So. He even came out before he even debuted in, the, in on the main roster. That he did not want to be a part of the bloodline. I think that was where everything started. You know, everybody, you know, a lot of people miss out on the NXT stuff, and a lot of the NXT stuff feeds into the main roster. We just don't see and, it. A lot of people don't understand they, it. They, the, the the thing is with this bloodline thing is they have so many family members. Yeah. That are in pro wrestling that's that aren't even in the aren't even signed by WWE, but some are signed by WWE and down in NXT. That this thing could run for years. Oh, it could run forever. The Rock's daughter is now in NXT. She is. So let's bring us since since we're on the bloodline topic. I don't want to spoil it because I didn't hear this. But I'm gonna let Dustin drop drop the bomb he heard today. So I heard on the radio this morning, and I get aired on Saturday show, and I've read it a few times today that uh, rumors are flying around, and they're I don't know if they call them rumors or spoilers, as Paul Heyman would say, but it sounds like The Rock will be winning the Royal Rumble, and challenging Roman Reigns at night two of WrestleMania. That's what I've been hearing, and I'm kind of understanding what they're saying, but I want your guys' thoughts on this. On Is that the right move by WWE right now? Um, I'm going to start with Tony in this, just because I want his thought on it first. But is that the right move by WWE right now? I mean, that's, in my eyes... 
I'll tell you what I'm thinking. In my eyes, that's something that everybody's wanted for how long is the Roman Rock fight. But is it the right move by WWE to make it happen at Royal Rumble to get the storyline going, or should they start this earlier? Which you can't really start much earlier. Royal Rumble's in a few weeks. Tony, what's your thought on this? Do you feel that the Rock should be the next contender or be Roman's opponent at WrestleMania? Yes and no. Yes, he should fight him at at Mania, but it should be for one belt after he lost the other belt. So he shouldn't win the Rumble. No, you don't need the Rock to come out to win the Rumble to go off. But, I mean, the belts finally need to be split. So you need to figure out who you're giving it to, and then, you know, him and Rock can go at it. He can keep that belt, do whatever. But I don't think he needs to win the Rumble to start the line. I think he can show up at the Rumble, start his storyline with him then, but he doesn't need to win it. So in that aspect, how would you start the if, – if the Rock's not winning the Royal Rumble to start the feud, how would you start start it, say, at the Royal Rumble with uh, Roman Reigns and to kick this off with uh, having somebody else, per se, somebody else win the Royal Rumble? How would you start it? I mean, hell, you could even start it backstage, you know, Rock trying to get, like, you know, go in here and just talk to Roman and Roman just act like he's nothing and – you know, be kind of nice, but kind of not. So, like, just showing The Rock that, you know, hey, it's my time. You know, you need to get in my shadow now and go away. Does it really have to start at the Royal Rumble? Can it start anywhere else? No, it can start basically anytime. Like, it could start tonight on Raw if we wanted it to. Yeah. But they're going to wait till after the Rumble. I mean, if it's either going to be at the Rumble or after because they're not going to want to spoil anything, correct? Correct. Andy. What are you thinking right now? With what I've said, with The Rock winning the Royal Rumble, is that the right way that WWE should go, or is there an opposite way that they could go in this aspect? There's so many things you could do. So many. That is, that, that is like the that's bottom feeder wrestling, lazy booking. like. So, okay, with what you just said there, would you call this as Vince McMahon booking? Um... Yeah, he was a lazy booker. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Keep going. With your I didn't want to interrupt you. You were going. Um, you don't have Rock even uh, enter at the Rumble. You don't have Rock yeah. enter the Rumble. This is how it goes down. I know where you're going with this because this is the way I wanted to go down. I'm pretty sure. I don't think you I'm pretty sure I could ask one question and everybody would say the mind. same answer. I don't think you have the booking mind I have. So All right, I want to listen to you. Let's hear your go. booking. No, go. Let's hear your booking. Go. This is my thing. Go. Okay. Jimmy, Jimmy and Jay are in the Rumble. Okay. Okay. Yep. Solo. Eliminates Jimmy and Jay. <coughs> Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble. Cody I'm with Rhodes, you on this. This is where I'm at. Cody Rhodes gets the shot. Okay. Okay. But now the Bloodline have said, and his brothers. 
Don't forget that Solo is the brother, blood brother of Jimmy and Jay. Yep. Okay. Don't forget that. Never will. They boot him from the bloodline. They're all over his ass. Roman, I'm the head of the table. This is not how it works. Blah, 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 blah. We talked about William Regal being the the the, the piece behind Solo. What if it wasn't? What, what if, if it was Rock? What if after they're hitting, they're, they're blasting on Solo, all of a sudden you hear, if you smell what the Rock is cooking, and Rock comes down to defend Solo. Maybe Rock isn't in the match at WrestleMania. Maybe it's Solo versus Roman. Night two. Night two with Rock Cody at, at night Rome. one. And they're splitting the titles. And The Rock is the bodyguard or backup for Solo because he's going to need it against the bloodline with all the people they have. Well, what you're going there, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, because that's when they could... I'm on that page with you, Andy. I was a little bit different, but it wasn't much. But with that aspect of it, could that be the debut of the rock's daughter in wwe at the same point or on the main roster could there end up being another faction in there and but in the end something could happen but because in the end you're gonna you're gonna in the end you're gonna have you're gonna have four people with our three other people of roman right you know sammy and the usos and roman together that's four so if you if you're gonna try to even out the numbers who else would you put? I know it is. Who would you put with The Rock and Solo? That's easy. Cody will be a part Cody, of too, as well. To be there because of the shit that the bloodline pulled for the entire time to lead up to WrestleMania, you know, that they pulled on Cody... He's going to also be there to protect for Solo because we're trying to strip Roman of all belts. So who's the fourth? Kevin Owens. Who is already in a feud, have started a feud with Sami Zayn. This is easy. It is. In my eyes, you could add Seth Rollins into into the aspect as well if you want to bring back the... You know, Roman and his is history. But I like where you're at with that. I do. I do agree with it. Tony, do you agree with what Andy said, or would you do something different? No, I pretty much agree with it. Yeah, it's... I mean, that's the way it's going to go, unfortunately. Do we need to put the rock in the ring with Roman? think it'll go. Do we... We don't need to put... We don't need it. The only reason we would need... And this keeps the door open, okay? Because... The Rock backing up somebody like Solo saying, you're not the head of the table, but I am. But 
Roman goes over on Solo, keeps the door open later on for The Rock versus, and you have a better build yep. than if you just bring The Rock in to win the Rumble. You'd have a better build, and it's not for the title. We know that The Rock isn't going to win the title because of his his uh, Hollywood fiasco, or his Hollywood schedule, I shouldn't call it fiasco. His Hollywood schedule, he can't do it. Can he take the bumps like he used to and all that, the same you aspect? Could put, you can then, if Solo loses to Roman, Roman goes over, okay, then The Rock and Roman can easily set now a one year from now WrestleMania match for the head of the table. We don't need belts. It's who's in charge of this family, right? Yeah. And that Kinda is like what the they build. did with Rock and Cena. There was a build that for is a year. The build. We don't need to see Rock show up and and rush a story when we have a pre-built story in what is already going on. In my eyes, that story, if they built it for the year, like you're saying, would be the biggest thing in wrestling history. Thank you. I hate to say it that I now, way. <clears throat> I will now relinquish the golden pencil to whoever will decide to book that. Because that is I don't, I don't the think they'll ever do, do that. This. That's the way to do it. It is the way to do it. I mean, I, I don't see any other... I mean, to me, to me, if I'm sitting at the Royal Rumble live in person, Tony or Andy, I think you were there in this one of these, <laughs> and we, we were talking about this player. earlier. And if... So if you're sitting there at the Royal Rumble and you heard this leak go out and you got... Say you got The Rock entering 30 and he wins. How does that make you feel as a, as a, a spectator? The Rock is toast. But and, and Cody's actually in the match, and The Rock eliminates Cody. The Rock's toast. What happens to The Rock? He's toast. He's in. He's dead. He's done. Yeah. Because because here's the problem: you have the bloodline that is supposed to be your top heels going over with the fans every night because of Sami Zayn. Yeah. They are not going to cheer for The Rock to be taking on Roman at that point. Mm-hmm. Although I think everybody wants to see the belts come off of Roman. They know I think I re- in their they know in the back of their minds that The Rock is not going to take the belt off of Roman. So you you are now disappointed in the fact that you're now not going to see the belt come off of Roman. If, if they come out, you have to you have to somehow justify in your mind when you like what the bloodline is doing. You have to justify in your mind that they're the ones that you are supposed to be against, and that is not going to happen. Right. Oh, I, Which is I'm why with you. This story with Solo can make that happen. They can. You could ultimately have one of the biggest moments I ever thought of in WWE history, okay, was when Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior fought 
and you had no idea who you should be for, or you were for one and not the other, yeah. right? But it was a 50-50 split. There was a handshake and a hug at the end, right? Yeah. You will, maybe not a handshake and a hug at the end, but you will split the audience putting Solo with The Rock and then ultimately with Cody and KO. The epic. Because Will they book they, it? I doubt you, it. You have KO and Sammy, which is going to be epic because, again, you're in that position where everybody, everybody watched KO get buried under Vince. And you just wanted to see him get get over again because he was there at one point. But then he got buried by Vince. And so I think he's a very, very talented person. KO. And Very. something with him and Sammy is going to be off the hook. You keep that together along with this other story of everything else and it would be the ultimate ultimate Wrestlemania in a very long time. You know, as us as as wrestling fans, this is the most powerful time of year. You just got to know it's Survivor Series. You're coming up on Royal Rumble. We're getting to WrestleMania season. This is when the most passionate fans come out. Yeah. You know, I've always wanted, in my me as a person, I've always wanted to experience that Raw after WrestleMania. You never know what's going to happen. Going to be amazing. And well, it's just I'll, be being that, there. I'll be at that one, not this year, but next year. Philly. Why? Because it's in Philly. You're going to go to WrestleMania? Philly. And the Raw after WrestleMania, you're going to do the whole oh, package? Yeah, we're doing it all. You're going to start Friday night, work your way all the way through. We might need to make that a date. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's like, no. And I hope you win the lottery soon. That'd be a expandy weekend, I'm but would it be worth it? <laughs> but no, I mean it, it is kind of interesting because I think everybody wants to see Cody Rhodes come back. I, I honestly feel that they're going to do something different with Cody, and I hope it's not. I feel like they're going to keep the whole Seth Rollins feud going, which that died with what he what happened at Hell in the Cell. But I think I think they need to put a, a belt on Cody and a big one, and they need to split the belts. I think there'll be two defending belts. So Roman will be defending both belts at WrestleMania. Let me, ask, let me ask you this. When Cody's last days in AEW, he couldn't do a damn thing to get over with the fans. Okay? Put himself through a fire, you know, a table on fire. Um, couldn't do a damn thing to get over with the fans. Just was getting booed out the, out the door. Comes to WWE, gets the pop. Talks the story about being here because he wants to win the title his dad never did. Wanted to put the belt on his dad's waist. Right? He has an epic story with Seth. He gets injured. He wrestles injured. We all see it. And we all have I don't, a, I don't utmost, think anybody will ever erase that out of their memory. Utmost respect for him. Okay? Right. 
and now he's been gone. What happens when he comes back? A lot more going on. The atmosphere of WWE has changed. Is the glitter gone from Cody? I don't think so. Just because the true WWE fan kind of bought into what he was saying. Like the old school fan. I shouldn't say true. The old school fan. I think when Cody comes back, it's still going to be the pop. I don't know how long it'll last. It's going to be how long that Cody allows it to last. Yeah. I mean, I think I think everybody wanted it to be big when he was in WWE the first time. But I think Legacy killed Cody. When he joined Legacy with Riff Randy and uh, Ted DiBiase Jr., I think that killed the whole Rhodes kind of thing. I honestly do. Did that kill Cody or did Stardust kill Cody? Stardust killed Cody. Yeah. But they kind of went gimmick on Cody because of they didn't know where else to go. Now Cody went to AEW, did his thing. He kind of made this new person. Now he comes back to WWE. Everybody's excited to see him back. But he didn't make his he didn't make his persona and make his way back through, you know, um, getting the pop from the fans through AEW. He did that through the indies and being the top star right. in the indies and making right. news in the indies. And like stuff like you started hearing about indies like you never heard before because of Cody. Well, it's kind of like what we're hearing now with uh, Andy. We were talking about this the other day. Um, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. You know who I'm talking about. Talking about coming back to WWE. It's all been teased out there. He's in the Indies. The internet champion. Oh, Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. A.K.A. Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. But if he comes back Is there to something WWE, there too? He, will not, he will not come back as Zack Ryder. He's already said that. Does he get the pop? That Cody got at WrestleMania. Say, say he comes back at WrestleMania. Does he get he that? He shows pop? up on TV. Period. Whether it's it's WWE, AEW, he shows up on TV. The place is going to explode. I think so too. Um, now he does show up on TV, TV that nobody ever watches, which is NWA. Um, but you have to like go find it on like Access TV or some shit right. or you or YouTube. Um, but like if he shows so, up in in the top one of the top two promotions, the place is going to explode and he is he is then going to challenge MJF as the top heel in professional wrestling. So okay, so with that being said, say he debut say he comes back, debuts as Matt Cardona in WWE at WrestleMania, who do you put him against? Um, you're, 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 so you're debuting him in a match right away. I don't Come back. Do that. I think you have to have oh. a build on Cardona. You have to have a story. And otherwise you, otherwise you're, you're introducing Zack Ryder with a different name. I agree. I'm with you on that. I guess I didn't think about it that way, uh, but it is WWE. We know how they think. You, so. you would have to in order to bring him back. <laughs> I, I do agree with that. Bring him back as a story with a story because you cannot. Yeah. He's not. He's not the Hardy Boys. 
You cannot just bring him back and put him in a match. I agree with that. 110%. So we got Royal Rumble coming up here. So, so we got Royal Rumble coming up here, what, end of January, right? Yeah. We got kind of a lull kind of season. They do their troop show and all that, but there's really not much else going on in WWE right now. AEW has got MJF, and who knows what's going to come out of that for AEW. I mean, who's the next challenger for MJF? I guess if we're going to keep... Agree? Agree. Well, Ricky Starks won the whatever tournament they were having. Yeah. As, uh, so he won that. I don't think it's going to be any, I, I, I'm not sold on Ricky Starks. I don't think he's really much of he's a good yeah. performer, um, but he's got a lot, a lot of work to do as far as like getting over. Um, so was it true? You can be a performer without getting over. Um, we see that a lot of times, right? There's guys that can do a lot of shit in the ring, but you just don't get over. Like, there's no, you you don't have a, you have to get the fans to feel something for you, and I feel nothing for Ricky Starks. Right. I, I guess where we're at, I mean, it's just, it. we're all in that wall of the kind of year for, you know, wrestling right now. I mean, everything's building up to WrestleMania, obviously. But I, I don't know what else to think right now. I mean, I think we're all on the same kind of page when it comes down to what's going on. I mean, what should happen, not what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. That's a fun thing. Yeah, we were kind of talking about it before that, you know, everybody's feeling like this whole rock thing uh, is a Vince McMahon, you know, Vince McMahon still working behind the scenes, but I've been thinking lately that um, Triple H, you know, we've been seeing all these Easter eggs coming out. We got, you know, we got the Bray Wyatt stuff. What if all these teasers or leaks that are coming out are to throw us fans off? Could that be a thing? Easy, Easy. but I got a bigger question than that. Is it tonight? Is tonight uh, Raw 30? Well, if it is, we're getting done here. Is tonight is tonight Raw 30th anniversary in Philadelphia? I'm not sure. I don't know exactly when the date is for it. That was in January, wasn't it? Maybe. It may be, I may be way off. It's not here yet. But I got a question about that show. January 23rd. Okay. That January is in Philly. The 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. Wells Fargo Center. That's in Philly, right? Yeah. Yep. Is, here's my question. Is that the go-home show before Royal Rumble, too? Yeah, what? I don't know. But I, I'm going to ask you both to answer this question just with a, a, a yes or no and a quick explanation as to why you think or why it should be or shouldn't be. It's 30th anniversary of Raw. Does Vincent Kennedy McMahon show up? Tony. Yes. He shows up. Um, he doesn't really do anything. He just does his little walk, does his little talk. 
that's about it. And then maybe you have, you know, DX come out and do something to him to get him out. But, yeah, he does show up and at least say something since it is 30 years. So. But nothing major. I think if he shows up, it's it's going to show the f- – I hope he doesn't show up. The only reason I say that, I think it's going to show that he still has control in the background of WWE. So in that aspect, I think there'll be something for him. I don't think he'll be there. In my hope as a fan, I don't want him to be there because what Triple H has done, Triple H and Stephanie have done, and they built kind of they're kind of throwing us on this new path. To me, if he shows up right before Royal Rumble, right before WrestleMania, I think I think something happens with him. I don't think he's there. I think he's there, but he's not on screen. And I think they honor him. I don't think they actually have him out there. I do agree with Tony, though. I mean, they could have DX or Stone Cold come down and stun him, kick him out of the ring, treat him like a cock, whatever they want to do. But I don't think he's on screen. And we still didn't have the full DX. Do we need DX again? I don't think we'll we'll ever get the full DX reunion because Billy Gunn's in AEW. Scissor me, daddy ass. Anyway, you know, I, I mean, thought that was a good question. I think it's a good I, I, question. To what's answer. your thought? What's your thought on that? Um, I mean, do I agree that he needs to be there? Yes, because he built it. But that's the thing. Like, but I, but, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't want him there. I don't think if he think shows the, up, I honestly hope he gets booed out of the building. I, I'm with Tony. I hope he gets stunned and... DX sprayed and uh, rock bottomed and God knows what else could happen to him. The Undertaker could come down and put him on the cross for all I care. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, what I they did with Stephanie just... back in the day, I mean, the ministry, but yeah, I mean, well, there's a lot they could again. do with it. <laughs> there's a lot they could do with it. There is. There's a lot they could do with it. Do I agree that he needs to be a part of it? Yes, but I don't think he needs to be on screen. Well, I, I thought it was a good good question to kind of fuel the minds out there uh, that are our wrestling fans that, that are watching the show. Yeah, we want to hear from you. What's your thought on that? And with everything yeah. that we talked about WWE tonight, I mean, our wrestling, in fact. What's your thought on Ro- our, The Rock winning the Royal Rumble, if that's what they're going to go with? Email us at backtalkus at gmail.com. Right. And, and we, we filled your heads with a lot of stuff today. That, the college football. A lot of scenarios. We, we a lot of scenarios. A lot with, with, with college football. We didn't even get into the fact that our college, that our fantasy football playoffs are coming up. But we'll have to talk about that next week after round one has already happened. Um, well, yeah. Blair, Blair, I'm going to kick your ass. Um. I get a first round bye. I don't care. (laughs) I think think we've exhausted you all with the. um, It's a lot of information today. Full back talk sports edition uh, without having Austin here um, because he's off showering with brides or something. Doing whatever. Maybe he's married by now. We don't know. We don't have a fuck clue. Um, 
Uh, we might have to look for a ring on his finger at the end of the, the at yeah, next the, week. Honest opinion, we just don't know what the fuck he's doing. Something about brides, showering, and selling. That's about it. If you guys have an idea of what he's doing, email us at backtalkus at gmail.com. Let us know what brides, showering, and selling have to do with each other because we are just speculating. And maybe next week he'll let us know. But let's let's see what the guys think about uh, the rest of the week. We'll go around the room. Final thoughts, Tony. What you got, buddy? Um, nothing much. Final thoughts. Been great, you know. Nice show, sports edition. So we haven't had one of those in a long time. Just talking about stuff like that. So it's a good time. Um, I'm ready for the playoffs because I'm not in them, so I don't want to listen to you all assholes talk about it, so kiss my ass. I can enjoy my day and don't have to worry about it. am I going to lose or not. So, Do, do we want to announce the consolation bracket before we get out here since he's saying that he doesn't have to worry about playing anymore? I mean, are, is he even updated well, we don't yet? Have it, we don't know what we're playing for yet. So yeah, know. there will be something you're playing for, so you better try to win. All right, well. All right. I mean, it may be a bent dick in the ass, but <laughs> I can do that to myself. So <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you, but we wanted to make sure. That... Tony, finish out your thought. You were talking though before you go to me. Well, I have the person we don't talk about anymore. If we do, if this happens today, so um, <laughs> it's just been fun. So. Keep it up. Send in your emails, questions, comments, concerns, all the good stuff. You know the deal. Have fun. All right. Dustin, what you got for us? Uh, just what we always say before. I mean, great show, guys. I mean, I love the sports episode. We touched a lot with that. Free agency baseball. We touched wrestling. We touched college football. Um. Not a big college football fan when it comes down to people getting in that don't deserve it, which we kind of covered. But uh, I'll been a good week. Justin, I hope you're married by the time we get back. If you're not, you got a lot to talk about. Um, but, you know, good talking today, guys. We got a lot of stuff coming up in the new year. Um, a couple spinoffs, maybe a little bit of teasers coming up. We're going to have some fun. Hope you guys are enjoying everything we do here. Like me and Andy have, and Tony have always been saying for a while, go out there and support a local event. Let us know what you're going to see because we might go see them with you at some point. We never know. Uh, we love the local sports or the minor leagues, everything like that. Uh, but other than that, just be safe out there in the world and enjoy Christmas shopping. Enjoy holidays with your family as everybody's starting their Christmas celebrations. Tony or Andy was at a Christmas party last weekend, according to what we started before. So they're coming up fast. Enjoy the holidays. That's all. That's all that matters. Enjoy your time with your family and friends. That you're not guaranteed tomorrow. With that, we're cool. Exactly. Yeah. Enjoy. This is a stressful time of year for a lot of people. We come Very. on here once a week, hoping to make you guys laugh and feel good about some things and not have to worry about something for a couple hours. I hope you enjoy it. Um, we do it for you guys. We do it because we get to get together and talk shit for a couple hours. That's the reason we do it for us. But this is for you guys. Interact with us so you know we, we know you're out there having a good time. Interact with um, us so we can interact with you. 
Exactly. Um, other than that, yeah, enjoy this time. Try not to get stressed out. Uh, things will work out in the end if you do have issues. Remember, there's always somebody to talk to, too. This time of year is tough on a lot of people. So yeah. Always, always, always somebody to talk to. And I don't give a shit. You ain't. You think you ain't got nobody to talk to? Fucking email backtalkus at gmail.com, and I'll fucking talk to you. As you can tell, well, I'll talk I can to you. fuck talk. I fuck talk. So fucking email us. I don't give a shit. I'll talk to you all day long. Um, but other than that, yeah, get out there and support something before the end of the year. Let us know what, what it is you're doing. Phillies are going to win the World Series next year. We figured that one out. Big Ten conferences suck. And Roman Reigns will not be in a match in WrestleMania. But until next week, it's up. I'm empty. You're doing my hang loose. <laughs>